Welcome, everybody. It's another hot, humid, sticky day here in Podcast Landia. We're sitting in front of a fire. Why are we doing <laughs> It's just. Keeps the bugs away. Oh, true. I, I just. But, but it, you know, what's great about this fire that I made for us is that uh, it's actually a cold fire. That's why it's broken. Cold fuse. If you break it in just the right way, it just it's just cold. Feels pretty nice, actually. Oh. Yeah, it's just called water, dude. Welcome to the Broken Campfire Podcast, your uh, greatest water-based podcast in the world. I'm your host, Andy, and I'm joined by John, Vito, Greg, and Flat. Everybody. All five of us. The whole cast. She crew. Yep. I like to be fair, everybody was here on last episode technically, but I wasn't able to introduce everybody. In fact, uh, I may have said some words about John being late, but you know, maybe. That was last week. You can check it yeah, out. You guys if you keep want. talking about me. I listened to finally listened to an episode and he talks about me fighting demons. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Wait, what do you what? mean? I've never fought a demon in my thing. entire life. What have you been doing? We were oh, getting no. no we were getting you know what notes this means, from you in Demon Speak. It means that the demons have won. That's not John. Oh. Well, it's probably okay, I wish though. I could talk. wish I could talk backwards. They're talking backwards right now. Biscuit-a-money-boo. People have that talent. Every night we meet you. Flash, you go ahead. You could do that in post, right? Just yeah. Reverses. Yeah, can you, back, can you hit me with the backwards filter? Sure. Oh, wait. Say something. Say something like... That you'd want it, you know, to say backwards. Vito, like, I curse you for all eternity. You will never sleep again. Vito, curse, Vito, curse. Did you guys, you guys never played stuff backwards when you were a kid, right? Remember that was like a big thing, playing music backwards to hear all the. I don't know. How do you messages? play it backwards? I didn't like have a electronic music. How do you record do that? player. Well, I didn't. I guess I didn't actually play it backwards, but I went to like websites where you could listen to the, the songs backwards. <laughs> I have never done that my entire. I mean, you're more of a music guy. I mean, I was like a bit. I feel like it was like a big fad. Like either I mean, I've heard of it. You know, like, yeah, if you play like Black Sabbath backwards, yeah, or, or Led Zeppelin, yeah, back, like, Stairway to that. Heaven backwards. Um. Anyway, we should we should we should uh, do that with our podcast somehow. Put some secret. But play it backwards. Everyone, in. go to yeah. backwardsjohn.com. Yeah, yeah. You guys know one thing that doesn't work backwards? What? Email addresses. Like, if you tried to, like, put brokencampfire at gmail.com backwards, it just wouldn't send to us, you know? Same thing with Twitter handles. If, like, you put at brokencampfire backwards, it actually would not, like, follow us, you know, which would be the opposite of what you want to do as a listener. But if you put it front ways, though, you would follow us. And you could interact directly with your favorite hosts. Maybe it's Greg. Maybe it's John. Probably not. It could be Greg. You don't know. It's John. It, it, might, know it might be Flash. Everybody loves John, everybody. It might hey. be Flash. It might be me. I think that's everybody. I think Vito's I think, you I think that was everybody. the people on the podcast. Everybody, oh, you forgot please, backwards, John. Send your hate mail to Vito. Vito specifically. Oh, right. I forgot. Any of us, uh, send it what to would Vito. backwards John be? Naja. Naj. Noj. Noj. Naja. John. John. Sure. John. I just want to thank all you backwards soccer's for the foreshadowing for my round table later. Um, Sweet. John. Hello. All that being said, I'm curious to hear what you've been, yeah, or whoever you are. I'm curious to hear what you've been up to these last few days. I think it's been years since I'm the first person to go first. You know, I, I try to like semi randomize it every time. This time I just straight up inverse the order. All right, well, I'll go along with it. Um, so I got a small list today, but a, a powerful list. 
Um, first in the game news, I I played Stray, a game everyone's talking you about. Did. Huh? <clears throat> cat game. Yeah. Cat game. Currently, uh, maybe not currently. Let me see. Ooh, I don't know. It was at one time the highest rated game on Steam this year, even above <laughs> now God it's of Multiverses. War. Uh, no, I I think this is. I think it just went down a percent. It wasn't ninety eight percent, which was above God of War. So God of War ninety seven. So God of War is one, Stray is two. Yeah, I think so. Somewhere around there, maybe you know the first the first two weeks are really what matters because then you get all the contrarians who come in and are like, "Uh, but actually, this cat is kind of lame, right?" Uh, And what I say, this is a ninety-seven percent. I mean, yes and no. It's it's not a game that's going to like shake up what you think about games. You know, nothing that's going to keep you coming back forever. But it's just like a a gimmicky, but in a fun way. Solid four yeah. to five hours. I, I had a few questions, really. Um, and I'm not trying to be diminutive about the game, because I do like some walking simulators, right? But is the only reason that this is a really popular walking simulator is because it has a cute cat that you're playing as? Like, it, does this game do anything, like, super unique with, like, you know, Gone Home, no. for example, like, sort of hit people hard because it had it just told a really impactful story pretty well over two hours you know it, it wasn't like revolutionary but it was really good like what would you say about stray in that context i would say while you could call it i guess a walking simulator i would say it's more just like a pretty casual puzzle platformer uh if majority of what you're doing is solving these little puzzles um, and usually okay. you're doing it just by going through the environment. Now, when you're actually jumping around, there is no free movement. Like, you'll see a ledge, it'll say you can press X, you can press X, and you'll go to that ledge. So there's no, like, precision jumping. Just more or less going into an environment, kind of figuring out what the game, you know, wants you to, you know, claw as a cat or, or uncover. Um, and then, That's you know, cool. m- moving okay. on to the next puzzle. And then it's broken up with small, like... Um, I mean, there's still puzzles in themselves, but I guess you call them action sequences where these little enemies are attacking you and you more or less either have to just like outrun them on like a kind of Crash Bandicoot, like boulder level, you know, where it's kind of like a tunnel and you're just running through it. Or, you know, you have to lead them in certain areas and lock doors and then you can get past them and you just kind of you know, play that for a bit. Like I said, it, it didn't overstay its welcome. I think I beat it in a little over four hours and I had, I didn't find everything, but I did, I'd say I found like 80, somewhere in the 80 percentile, maybe even higher of like all the little extras. I could have spent a little, probably could have spent another hour or two if I wanted. Um, this is a $30 game for four, four or five hours. Seems a little, a little steep to me. Yeah, for sure. Like I said, it's definitely and and I mean, so yeah, that by itself, it's it's decent. Uh, you know, I I probably wouldn't recommend it right away. But the the gimmick of playing the cat is also like the the other half of the game. You know what I mean? Uh, if you don't like cats or like pets or animals, it will probably not be as fun. But maybe but, you uh, like robots. It's, it's, uh yeah, if you like robots, yeah, I guess. I mean, it's like a cyberpunk universe, right? I mean. Yeah, it's definitely like a, I mean, they never, and and it's the, I guess another positive of the game is it doesn't try to go into itself too much, you know, you're not like finding this cat's backstory and whatever, you know, the world, like humans are seemingly gone, 
It doesn't tell you why. It doesn't matter why. And yeah, there's robots that have basically assumed the roles of humans. Um, that's just pretty much as, as like hard as the story goes, and that's you want to really yeah. look in the background. But even that doesn't go much further. I've seen comparisons to like uh, Inside and maybe like Little Nightmares, and what you're what you just said kind of. Yeah. Now I kind of I kind of get that a little yeah, bit. It's kind of a linear puzzle the, um, platformer. That makes sense. What What was the price you paid on it, and do you feel good about that? Uh, I think I bought it or pre-ordered it before it came out, so I got it like a little bit. It was like twenty-six bucks out of thirty. Uh, yeah, there's a unique experience. There's not many games where you get to play as just an animal. You just kind uh, of explore, navigate the world with as an animal. Yeah. Yeah, and then they really did nail. I don't know the feelings of a cat. You know, there's a lot of things in the environment. Well, I mean. And I could say I could sit and talk about how the game, from a mechanical standpoint, is great. You know, it like it does the perfect thing of introducing a mechanic before you're gonna need it in a very like innocuous way. Like you'll be able to, you know, you'll see a box that you can jump into, and for that time, it'll be nothing but oh, you're a cat, you jump into boxes, and then in the next half hour, you'll soon see that you know you have to avoid like uh, sentries, and you have to use those boxes to avoid them. You know, so the game does a good mm-hmm. job of of showing you stuff like that. That's you know, when you first see it, it's like, oh, that's just a fun little cat thing. But then soon, it's going to be a part of the gameplay that you need to do to you know to get further. Is that um, how they uh, introduce meowing? You uh, meow at a robot's window at like the middle of the night and piss them off, <laughs> and then it's like, oh yeah, you can use meowing to taunt people now. Uh, kind of, yeah, no, a, a little oh, bit like shit. that. You know, there's, there's, you know, because you're a cat. There's a, a bunch of little context points you can go over and do various things. You know, and early in the game, you can just like scratch on like a couch or something, or like a wall, um, and it means nothing. You're just doing it as a cat. And then later on, you do that same motion to, you know, like pull a curtain down to like get out of a window, or like to knock on a door. Uh, so just stuff like that. Very intuitive game. Like you know, there's no, there's no tutorial like. Uh, popping up every 10 seconds like telling you do this it's just you know it's more like hey you know you've done this in the past now use it uh yeah it just it just feels like and it like i said it doesn't overstay its welcome i could see something like this trying to be longer and kind of getting like all right i get it i'm a cat but i think at four hours with the price point being a little little heavy maybe they could have been a 20 dollar game um but i enjoyed it overall and I'd, yeah. I'd give it a thumbs up if you're looking for a Hmm. A fairly chill experience, and you like cats. Everything I've like gotten an extra sounds five like hours a, out of it. Sounds like you can expect Flask's take on this game next week. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, I mean everything I, you're I definitely... saying sounds like uh, it's a perfectly good game that really benefited from pre-release marketing and even like the delays it suffered to build up that hype machine. And it it probably doesn't deserve like the amount of praise it's gotten, even though it's a good game. Yeah, I agree to that. Like it's, it's overboard at this point, and it'll probably mellow out. Like Andy was joking about it, but it will probably mellow out as yeah. it goes along. No, I, I, agree. I, <clears throat> I appreciate your take, John, because you're very tame. Like you're not, you know, you, you told you told us how it is. I was thinking the same thing as Flash. This is definitely on my radar when it. Probably when John, it drops John the Gamer Icebox. But I love, um, you know, I love, like, like you even compared it to, like, Little Nightmares yeah. and stuff. Like, I bought that day one. I, I do, I right. just enjoy these. Also, yeah, like, these. this game is in my kind of bag, you know? Yeah. No, it looks uh, cool. When I, when I, I saw was... this game, like, 
even before I knew you bought it, I was pretty sure that you were going to be the first one to play it. <clears throat> yeah, it was, it was good. John I'm a little turned true. off by the the Steam review page, and this is stupid because every first page it's of not overwhelming, Steam reviews, dude. I know, like, no, I didn't is. want to bring it no, up. It is, it is overwhelming. It is overwhelming, and oh, every review problem, is some because every review is like some cringe, like. Like uh, cat. This game changed my life. Yeah. You you play as a cat. What else do you need in this crazy uh, world? Yeah, this game uh, appeals to my. Male this fantasy. game has a dedicated meow button. Game of the year. You can trip people and knock stuff off shelves. Ten out of ten. Um, like, I guess my point is that all of those reviews don't talk about anything other than many you could be a, Yo, you could be a cat lol and it's like i don't even really like cats it's bloated right now. how how about that how about that ascii cat though that's pretty cute that's yeah pretty cute. yeah you're right well how, how, did, that he, how did he you do don't that really like cats you probably wouldn't play this game right no i mean yeah. the game looks cool controlling the cat looks cool I'm, I'm, i didn't mean like i hate cats i just meant to say like a lot of people seem to be getting a kick straight up out of the fact like it, it was enough that you play as a cat this game could have been worse and they would be happy it seems a lot of these folks yeah that happens every yeah, that was just my, my my takeaway how'd you do that andy um yeah i'm kind of good with computers that's a cat made a lot yeah, anyway what i gotta say about stray that's all i gotta say about stray uh, and hey that's like, stray maybe maybe i missed it but like i know you're talking about the story um Maybe you said this, but is the story about like, like, are you finding home? Like, are you are yeah, you like a stray cat who's abandoned or something? And like, you're I just... don't think this is too much of spoilers because it happens within the first five minutes. Flask, if you don't want to hear it, just cover your ears for like the next like thirty seconds. Your your muffs, Flask. Uh, the game when you very start, you are on the surface of the earth or whatever. You're yeah, you're whatever. You got the sun shining down on you. Uh, and you're with a group of cats, and then as you're playing the tutorial and it's teaching you how to jump around, uh, your cat falls down into this crazy world of robots down below. And yeah, basically your cat is just trying to get back up. Okay. Cool. It sounds like you're saying the cats are aliens to the robot world. <laughs> it kind of does sound like that. The cats are seemingly they are because the robots have been down there for it i mean it i don't think you get an exact number but it appears like the robots have been down there for like hundreds of years Hmm. you know now i'm thinking of uh that old movie the cat from outer space you guys remember that one not at all no i think you made that up um i mean i'm sure there's more to dig in the story if you wanted to and i'm I'm leaving out a few things you know in case you guys want to play it uh but the, the environments are great like i said you fall down to this crazy robot nightmare zone it's got its own crazy stuff going on um yeah that's stray i recommend it but it is i don't think it is as good as as it's getting the hype right now it's it's sure good though fair oh the cat from outer space how could i forget this 1978 classic (laughs) from my childhood from yeah from my childhood look man i don't know like it was all the I saw it a lot growing up. Like my mom had a VHS of it. I remember that. Mysterious visitor with unknown powers on our planet for supplies. A six pack of tuna. Cats are from. uh, That sounds kind of silly. Those dude. Those two. Remember the cat was like the wise cracking cat. Like you would talk. No, the guys, the orange people. Oh yeah, they look like they're like an amalgamation of man. 
Is this movie as good mm-hmm. as Aristocats or Cats Don't Dance? I doubt it. I've seen both of those. Uh, hmm. It is. It is definitely not as good as Aristocats. Uh, Cats Don't Dance. I'm unfamiliar with that film, but it <laughs> me too. Probably what about like, the most recent <laughs> the Cats movie? Cats can't dance. Uh, I I I would say that this is a a pale imitation of Aristocats, but all you right. know it's it's above a pet it's above the pedigree of Cats Don't Dance. All right. All right. Everybody wants to. Right, well, I'm going to put Stray above all of those, and, mm, and call it that. And move on. Mm. Interesting. Uh, so that's even though you know it's only a four-hour mm. game. That's really all I've been doing in video game wise. I'm playing more Binding of Isaac, but y'all don't want to hear about that. Nah. About the nah. greatest game ever made. And I'm sure <clears> I, I don't have much more yeah. to say about it other than that. Uh, you played it on stream in the greatest run ever done. I've had some good runs since then. I've had some real good runs. I've had some good runs today. I, you know, let's, let's not get into it. So in viewing news, <laughs> I went and seen... What is today? Today's 20... So this is Monday. Thor 4? No, I wanted to. I thought... You know I, well, you know what? I did see a tiny bit of Thor 4 because I went to the drive-in. Oh. I don't know if you guys got drive-ins near you. This is where you take your car to a giant uh, parking sweetie. lot. Like no, bears. Bears take those are hunting grounds. Like for the bears. Yeah. We don't. We don't do those here. <laughs> and they have you giant took, screens, and you sit in your car and watch the movie. You took your sweetie, and you got a pop. I saw <laughs> yeah. a T Rex come out of those ones. <laughs> oh, Dad, I got a soda pop. Got my, my best gal. <laughs> went down funny, to driving. I, I wanted to see the movie that you're about to talk about, but instead I saw Thor four. Well, while I was walking to the we're, bathroom, we're the, off the, the screen behind us was playing Thor four, so I did see. Over your shoulder, yeah, like thirty seconds of it. But no, anyway. So I went. I seen. I seen. Nope. Uh, a new Jordan Peele movie. You know what's so funny? I have been planning to go see Nope specifically at the drive-in. I haven't yet, and you got to it before me. Is that a good viewing experience? Watching a movie in a drive-in? I feel like it's so like. So archaic. how it works is, it is you. Yeah. You just tune like underneath the theater. Like underneath the screen, they have like what radio station you have to tune into. You just mm. use your, you know, your car radio. Uh, it's okay. not bad because like, I mean, I guess it depends what kind of car you have. Uh, in this case, I had like a Jeep something. So you know, you could open up the back, and you know, it had a nice little like uh, pillow and blanket set up. Oh, you know, you brought your own. It is oh, certainly you know, not the same. As you can kind of move theater. around. Yeah, it's, it's a different like, experience, but one that is important, can be enjoyed though. in a different way. You know. How many people were in the car? Uh, just two. Okay. I was going to say, because, you know, you, you wouldn't want to be in the back seat at a drive-in, right? Right. Right. Well, normally, you, you put your back of the car, to, you know, to the screen, and then... You would open the back. And this is, yeah. yeah, assuming you have, like, an SUV or something, yeah, you open the back or a truck, and, yeah, you sit in there. And, yeah, it's definitely a different experience, but it, I think it's a more comfortable one. You can move around... Get up, you know. There's like a concession stand in like the the back of the the lot that you can go to and buy food. Throw a popcorn at the screen, or, or you but can then just it stop and get a pizza beforehand, and just drive in, in there with your pizza. So we did. <laughs> Do you uh? Somebody you hand hand crank the uh the film. <laughs> yeah, they did. In, in between, you know what? This crazy as fuck. So I went to the nine twenty show, and that was the very first one. And it is summer, and it was just getting dark. So I understand. They had shows going to like 3 a.m. or something. Wow. 
like starting at like 3 a.m. So I mean, it wasn't going to end till like 5. Oh Just my go God. to the fucking theater then. I mean, I Could guess it, fun, I guess. it makes I'm sense. Not a night I person. guess it's summer because like it gets dark so late in summer that they have to start late. So they might as well yeah. Use yeah, a lot make of up for time. it. Yeah. Well, I didn't okay. think there would be that many people there, but it was it was it wasn't packed. Well, that, it was close to uh, it. Uh, do some people like have their radio turned up like obnoxiously loud, so it's like, you know, oh, the sound yeah, kind of sure. so, sound kind of blends together. Like, how was the sound really? I did not have any problems with that. Uh, I'm sure that maybe that could happen, but you know, you're inside of your car, so obviously the sound's busting around much, much louder. Nah, I, I didn't run into that. I've never uh, I did see that. like once or twice people were messing around with their car and they had like their lights left on. That's the like, real problem. Pretty quickly, a parking lot attendant like came by and were like, "Hey, you gotta turn the lights off." Yeah, like a little go kart they're driving around. You see any cars getting uh, like foggy? You know, I mean, because everyone's bringing their <laughs> their best uh, gal. Well, yeah, you know, no one's watching the movie. Well, that's where yeah. you get your first kiss with your with your sweetie. You know, <laughs> you do the old yawn and stretch and. Right. Well, yeah. You hold hands. Yeah. I know. I know how it goes. Yeah. Everybody grew up in the 1950s, Vito. But anyway, I'm I sure- went to a. <laughs> I've been to a drive-in when I was a kid. I saw a Shrek at a drive-in. There you go. Yeah, I swear to God, but... I saw Shrek. Well, there was a half wall that cut off. Okay, so Thor was behind me. Nope was in front of me, and there was a half wall to the right, cutting off most of the screen. But I did see a little bit of the uh, Minion movie. Oh, oh yeah. Top half. Oh, nice cars and uh, suits. <laughs> it's I, feel, I, feel like, having... I feel like I gotta apologize to people that actually want to hear you talk about Nope because, like, you brought it up like five minutes ago. <laughs> right. We, we just <laughs> I need to hear talking more about, about the going drivers. <laughs> hey, drivers. It's like stepping into a fun. different time period. I don't. This is weird to me. Well, you went outside. It's crazy, crazy, man. Whoa. It's not that weird. They gotta have. I thought it would be a little controversial. I didn't think that because you know they there's no, definitely there's have no space too. for it in downtown New York. Space yeah. is a luxury, and that's just yeah, it's just a giant and you know multiple screens, giant empty lot. I mean, I'll sure. be honest. I hadn't gone to a drive-in since I was a kid until 2020, when the theater shut down, and I wanted to go see a movie at a theater. So I went to the drive-in a few times during that during the pandemic. And it was, you know, it's been ten plus years, and I was extremely surprised to see how busy it was there. Yeah, I think the bro, pandemic. How many, definitely how many people were business. getting lucky? You know, like, is there bro. is there a is there an optimal spot you could park in where you could actually view m- multiple movies at once, kind of like you were saying, and just I'm tune sure in there, and out? I'm sure watch there is. Power, just, tune between the just set movies. up like a just set up like a deer stand up in a tree nearby. I'm no, sure. there's actually a, a theater, even, uh, drive-in theater sniper that'll uh, shoot you if you try to watch. I was going to say, I'm not even sure how they like stop people from watching multiple movies. You know, or just staying there, like moving your car a little. I don't know how they do that. I'm sure they got a system. Well, they don't do it at the actual theater either. I remember. Well, yeah, I that's true. I have s- yeah, you're skip right. landmines. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, dude. I guess everyone's just work- working a job and just doesn't really give a shit. I don't want to. Not that I blame them. I don't want to jump on another tangent, but me and my mom seen a couple movies recently and we we talk about that a lot like it would be so easy to just sneak into the theaters these days like i can't even remember the last time i got a real ticket that like perforated and i had to give a guy a stub right at a theater it just doesn't happen anymore they just print out like a little thing and then you could just scan your phone now for tickets that's how i to the drive-in talking about future me and uh you know the past i go to the drive-in boom show my phone they scan a little qr code got my ticket Look, I'm not trying to admit to crimes on the podcast, but 
as a teenager, a thousand percent, we always, well, first off, we would sneak into the movie theater in the first place. But if we didn't do that, we would buy a ticket and then we would see like multiple movies, like two or three movies. We would just, no one would really. It don't depends, worry, I guess, you know, I'll bleep this out so you don't get arrested. Yeah, you just I mean, think, yeah, like, we would do the same thing. People work in the movie thing, theater like, are like, I'm going to get paid whether people are in this theater or not. Like, I don't really give a shit. I'm sure you get somebody that cares about their job enough, but like, I'm sure most people, yeah, they just see and like, whatever, dude. Yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> what's next, John? Yeah, sorry. Wait, you so didn't even talk about the movie. Yeah, I'll say, uh, <laughs> no. Pretty, I, I don't have a ton to say about it. Uh, I mean, I enjoyed watching it. Um, like I said, I liked it maybe less around the amount I liked to get out more than, uh, us. That was the other one, right? Yeah. That was his last one. Yeah. The other one. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, a lot of his movies, you got to sit and think about what he was trying to say. I think this one was a little bit more, I don't want to say obvious, but it, it had a, a clear message. I think um, he works better doing that right like just i mean it's hard to say because we just have two other movies but like get out and us i think get out resonated because of how clear the message was and i think us he tried to go far more abstract and it didn't end up landing at all yeah i'm I'm not saying you can't go abstract just maybe that's not where peel's comfortable i I don't know oh yeah i feel that peel's um i don't know like i said i don't i mean i i enjoyed the movie I don't want to say too much because I'm sure some of you are gonna watch it. Yeah. Uh, I didn't. I didn't watch the trailers, but John, I heard you like that movie. Yikes! <laughs> I heard uh, somebody, I think Daniel, um, talking about how the trailers spoiled some stuff, which is kind of a bummer. I do think this is the type of movie where it's best to go in blind, um, and not really know what you're going into. Unfortunately, they show 25 minutes of trailers before every movie nowadays, and basically you just have to wait out a, a certain uh, amount yeah, of time yeah, before. I, the- I was literally just about to bring that up. That like that's literally the only time I watch trailers. Yeah, me too. Uh, for for movies at least. For games, I'll sometimes watch trailers just to like peep the gameplay for a few, you know, because that's a it's a different type of investment. But like if you wanted still. to skip the trailers be- before a movie, you just have to like guess how much time they'll take after the actual show time that's listed. It's it's stupid. I actually We're, did show up a little late, and I missed the first. I don't know how much of the movie I missed. I I seen the title card. I see nope a pot appear on screen, so it couldn't have been that long. But I did miss the first like five minutes. So what you're saying is you, you really like should have brought a review movie. to this to this uh, <laughs> podcast. Probably I did kind of look up online what I did miss in that little five or so minutes, and it it probably would have helped a little bit more in the movie, but it wasn't a huge deal. Uh, so that's all I want to say about the movie right now until maybe one or okay. two of you sure. see it and then we can talk about it. So, a lot uh, of driving nope, I give talk. A thumbs up. Yeah, a lot of driving talk. Nope, I give a thumbs up. Minions, I give half of a thumbs up. <laughs> uh, oh, hang on. Oh, Thor good, 4 good. for 30 seconds? Hey, Thor 4 for 30 seconds. I saw a lot of gray. That's all. I didn't even know what was going on. I've seen a lot of gray. Mm. There's a... Oh, that was... Well, I don't want to spoil anything. <clears> no, no, no. You're correct. You're correct. And I was like, all right. And then I got to the bathroom, and I, I went to the bathroom. So I give Thor uh, a hesitant thumb sideways for right now. How do you rate the bathroom at the drive-in? Not enough not enough colors. Oh, the bathroom was actually really clean. I was oh, surprised because, cool. like, at like a I said, I wasn't expecting anything from the drive-in. I was is it, it, is like it just a, a port-a-john or what? No, it was like a, they had, like, a total, like, I don't know, like a brick 
bathroom. They have like a they, yeah, they have like a small building for like oh, for cool. a bathroom and a uh, yeah, like a concession stand. Like a concession stand, like yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so driving all the also uh, gets a thumbs up. Everything gets a thumbs up from John today. All right, except yeah, Thor four. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I see. I hesitant thumb sideways. I'm sure I'll see it soon. Maybe we'll earn that thumbs up. Maybe Andy will tell us about it. I'll say a little bit about it. Uh, oh, I, yeah, I talked it about it on me. the podcast previously. I think you just weren't here. Oh, did you like it? What What was your thumb rating? Oh, <laughs> uh, didn't really like it. You know, you know, I'm going to keep talking now. <laughs> <I've> actually, <laughs> and the list is doing. I'm just going to tie in. Can he do that? <laughs> no, it's illegal. In the last few days, I, I haven't really left my bed too much. I've just been laying down, and I, I started on Disney Plus. They have like a, a Marvel movies in like the MCU timeline order. So I've been watching those, and. Uh, and we talked about it on the, the podcast for, or I think even out of the podcast. But like, it just really does seem, and I haven't seen Thor 4 yet, but it does really seem that the newer movies just, it's it's just always like, uh, ha-ha laughs, like they don't allow them yep. to have like a serious moment. Yeah. And, know, I, and I noticed in the earlier MCU movies that wasn't the case. I mean, no. there, there and that wasn't anything crazy, you know. There was a there, serious, there were like, a, a certain amount of yeah. serious taking Especially, yeah, up until the at least the first Avengers. That's how far I am right now. There definitely was, and I I'm gonna pay, I'm gonna keep watching these. I call Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm gonna pin down <laughs> where exactly this happened. Because uh, as also of the Avengers memory. right now, it seems like Tony Stark is like <laughs> the funny guy. He's the one who's making the quips, right? And everyone else is is fairly serious. You know, you might have Black Widow and, and Hawkeye make a little joke back and forth, but everyone else is, you know. Uh, they're in it. They're heroes. Yeah. So that's that's. Uh, I'm watching these right now, and I'm gonna pinpoint when it changes. Well, since you brought it up, I feel like I shouldn't bring it up again later. So I'll go ahead and just say a few words about Thor four. I, I will say, say it's like it. John was right there with us in that previous podcast just now. It's like he went back in sure. time and became part of that conversation. For sure. I mean that like what you just said. The whole don't want it. It can't be uh, serious. It has to always be funny. Like that is for sure what. Thor was for me. Um, and I'm not going to really talk about any of the story beats or anything other than to say on the positive side, I did really like Jane Foster and her character and art. I thought it worked well. And I liked Christian Bale as the villain. Mm-hmm. Um, both of those things worked well in that movie. Um, but dude, it is straight obnoxious. Just like how many moments like are dying to like have some weight and, just nobody's having it like ugh. i i'm not an mcu fan in general i don't hate superhero movies with the mcu i just i just don't keep up with it you know it's not a super big interest of mine um but yeah dude it's hard to watch sometimes i'm not even saying it was cringe it's just like it gets to the point where like as a guy who isn't super invested already it's really hard for me to feel any stakes or care about any of the characters when this doesn't happen in the movie. But, you know, like imagine like the scene in, in what is it? Spider-Man where there's like a, uh, a, a train full of kids or something like that. And he has to stop the kids. Imagine if like the whole time he's just wisecracking at, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like that. There are scenes in Thor that felt like that. And it's like, like his web on. breaks. It's like, well, that didn't work. 
I think you know what I'm <laughs> talking right, about, exactly. Flask. Yeah. No, I, I agree, and I, I especially noticed not that these movies in the early MCU are perfect or MCU are perfect. I've definitely noticed just some, I don't know, some funkiness, but like that, that is not part of it. And I was like, huh, something. The other thing about Thor that uh, really just rang true is that the movie overall to me as like a not big MCU fan was really, really boring. I don't know if you felt that flask, but maybe it was just the lack of stakes, but like, I, I, I actually was just waiting for the movie to be over at a certain point. <laughs> I, I, I was not enjoying it at all. Um, the last 30 minutes, I'm not going to say like it was great film, but it, it was at least exciting. So I, I dug that at least. But I, I think I just didn't respect the movie like pretty quickly after all the jokes, especially like after a certain scene flask with the with a bunch of strange characters and Russell Crowe. That's all I'll mm-hmm. say uh, that. I feel like kind of ruined the movie for me in a, in a lot of ways. Cause there was just so many big questions that I had that the movie was trying. It was jingling keys by like throwing like one liners and jokes at me. You know what I mean? It's like, no, yeah. there's, there's big things here. I think the, the-, the funniest, the funniest part about my experience was after we left the theater um, or after we left like the, the our theater, um, I was with my mom and my nephew. They They went to the bathroom and my mom came out first and she like looked at me and she's like oh my god that was so boring and i was like <laughs> oh yeah i was really not liking it um and then my nephew came out and i was like hey how'd you like it? and he's like i loved it and my mom was like me too and i was like yeah it was great <laughs> got him thanks mom yeah i would never i i you know i i didn't really care for the first two thor movies having just watched them again i mean i thought they were i don't know mid but uh, the third I also one, have always felt that while being a little bit on the wacky side, I think it did enough going to these crazy different worlds and, you know, even the Hulk in there. I enjoyed the third one. So it's kind of a bummer to hear that this new one. And when I say enjoy, I mean, you know, Marvel movie enjoy. I, mean, I don't think they're you know like amazing or anything, but I enjoy watching them. I maintain. Um, it's a bummer to hear this fourth one's not as great. I, I maintain. Just, you know, Go ahead, Flash. Sorry. No, just I maintain that like Guardians started the them thinking about uh, the MCU in humor terms and Ragnarok just solidified their trajectory for everything then on. Yeah, it, but it's like it was 2014 to 2017. It was only a few years. I agree with you, dude. And like, I don't know I, who am I? I don't make movies, but it it just feels so obvious, right? Like that humor it's not it's not funny because there's jokes. It works because James Gunn has a certain style and he puts it together well. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like yes. you can't just imitate that style like like a formula, you know what I mean? Right. It's like it's like the difference between someone who is naturally funny in conversation with friends and someone who try is like a failed stand-up comic is like trying to be who funny like on stage. Jokes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh like I said, John, like, and you know this, I'm just clarifying, like, I, I'm not an MCU fan. You might love this movie for all I know. You know what I mean? You might love it. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I'm sure I'll, uh, I see when it comes in Disney Plus. I, I would not go to the theater for it. We're still on your round table, John. Do uh, you got oh, anything no, else? No, I'm done. Okay. I, um, okay. I got nothing else. I just wanted to throw in my Thor while we were on the subject. Vito. 
<clears throat> I heard you got a uh, leave me of alone today. I got a whale of a tail. No. No? I doubt it. No? Yeah. All right. Well, uh, no, no, no. Let's hear it. Go ahead. Uh, I didn't really uh, do too much this what week. The f- that's not even a whale of a I mean, not that I didn't do anything. I just, I've, I've been in between single player experiences. Um, after what did you think of the season finale, the season six of Star Trek The Next Generation? What is it? Uh, it Descent, was okay. Um, I, I don't remember part one for part two, but Lord's involved. Uh, you know, Data's got the emotion chip. Um, maybe Data's getting angry for the first time. Oh, I think I remember that. Yeah, he, the season he finale enjoys, into the final season. He enjoys killing, which I always knew he he would. He's um, a robot, dude. Yeah, of course he would. You can't be. Yeah, you can't be Data and not get immense pleasure from killing killing Absolutely. a man with your with your bare hands. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I, I was I was fading so. Honestly, I should probably rewatch that whole part one before I watch part two. Um, or just yeah, you don't need to. It's not. I don't remember being a great two parter. I don't. I don't dislike it, but I, I remember fading, and then lore popped up on the screen, and I was like, "What the fuck happened?" Like, I I didn't catch the 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 what happened there. In a series with often pretty good season finales, I don't think uh, that one really stands up well against the rest. But that's just me. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I've been playing a bunch of, uh, Chivalry 2, really enjoying that game. Like, that's my multiplayer game of the moment. Uh, haven't had one of those in a Just while. you're not getting any better. Enough. Um, I'm kidding. I am, I am actually getting, I am getting a little bit better, and I feel like I'm doing, I'm, I'm doing, I feel like I do pretty well, uh, game to game. We all do pretty well when um, we play that game. We all, we on it. We really all do. We're always at the top. We're usually all at the top. Our group. Um, yeah, I, I don't really have much to say about that. I'm enjoying that game. I was watching our good friend B Man play Deus Ex Human Revolution, um, and I remembered that I own that. I never really gave it a a, a good fair shake. I only played like three hours of it, and then I don't know why I stopped. But it looked like fun. Revolution. It looked like fun, so I think that's going to be my next... Well, ex- except it's not going to be my next game, because then Andy was saying that Deus Ex, uh, the original one, holds up well. So I, I bought that, I've installed it, and when I get... Hitman was uh, playing the original one, I thought. No, uh, he's the playing... Original, the original. Oh, original, original. We're talking original. about the year 2000. Like Deus Ex. Mark. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, ancient game, Greg. Ancient. Yeah, probably no, I, far, I far more, with, far more ancient than I'm used to playing. I played so it within the last like four, maybe five years, and I, I played it as a kid and loved it. So maybe nostalgia, but I was I I was actually surprised at how well I felt, I, I, how well I felt the game played. It yeah, just it good. just worked. You know, I'm very ex- Cuphead. But we do have to fucking beat Cuphead. Uh, and Yakuza, I, I, right, Vito? You know, I think I did reinstall that. I was going to help and, you. And what's his name? You know who I'm talking about. Don't fuck with me. Fucking uh, Paradigm? Paradigm. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you know. It's on the list. It's coming. Don't worry. <laughs> all right. All right. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to play Deus Ex. Uh, it is older than I'm used to. Like, I don't go back and play old games like you guys do. I, I just, 
you know, I, I, I don't have the tolerance. Uh, I don't have as high tolerance as you guys do. And you, you guys are all playing Morrowind. Andy's probably going to talk about that. I, I played like 10 well, minutes. Dude, hey, more like Morrowind, am I right? Come on, who's in my spot, dude? I was really excited to talk about it. I'm not going to. Sorry. <clears throat> All right. Well, you stupid yeah. Enwa. Um, I was looking at, uh, I don't know, maybe someone could weigh in or not, but I was looking at mods for Deus Ex because uh, it's an older game, and I think natively it doesn't run above like 1600 uh, like resolution. So I was looking at some mods to just to you know juice it I up just a little bit. One. Uh. Yes, so give me Deus Ex mod is like okay. This is just the one that just brings it up to to like modern times and fixes some flaws. There's another, and I think that's the one I'm gonna go with. There's another mod, uh, fuck. There's another mod that's like a complete overhaul and expands the map and just adds like a ton of shit. I think I decided to not go that route because people were saying that is. Maybe not the best way to play it for the first time. You, so um, not not to like that mod. Get wait, all really quick, just, about it. I, but like, I got the name of the mod here before you say anything. Let me just uh, that mod is called Revision Deus Ex Revision. Right. So not I'm not um, shitting on that mod, and I don't want to get too pretentious about it. But like Deus Ex really is like one of those things that is really masterfully crafted and of like a fairly singular vision. You know what I mean? It it feels like something like a mod that adds maps and content is the wrong choice for at least on your first run of that game. I agree. Yeah. With you know me. Um right, I know if, yeah, I know you would agree. But I, yeah, I, think, I think I, I think give me give me day your sex is great the opposite. though. I say go fucking nuts. I don't even want it to look the same when you're done. Yeah, and a part of me is like, you know, I, I like never play a game twice. Even if I love the fucking game, I can't think of like a game that I've ever played two times. It's just not me. I don't know. I always want to just move to the next thing. I appreciate my run and maybe I may I say, hey, I'll play that again one day and I don't. So part of me is like, you know what? I'm going to play this game Deus Ex for the first fucking time. Probably the only time I might love it and I'm still going to play it once. Why don't I play with the, the extensive overhaul that might let me have this very unique experience other people um, don't. But uh, I, I did decide I'm just going to go with the, the Give Me Deus Ex. That was, that was my thinking. Yeah. This is from play, a PC Gamer article. Screw uh, Deus Ex. The best Deus Ex experience in, in 2022. Play Invisible War instead. Play uh, System Shock too. You know why? Yeah, a reboot coming out. You know, that? I think this is yeah, unlocking my memory. That's been come, a remake. Yeah. Been coming out for a while. It was unlocking my memory of the recent game of my recent playthrough video. Um and my position on mods then. First off, of course, you bought the game, do whatever the hell you want with it. I'm just saying as a fan, you know, that that's planting my flag there. Uh it's it's a great it's a fantastic game. It's like uh it's like somebody giving you a fantastic bowl of soup and you just start dumping salt into it. And maybe it tastes maybe it tastes <laughs> unique and good with the salt, and maybe that adds like an extra layer to it that nobody's seen before. But also, the soup was really fucking good and well prepared before. I'm not saying these mods are bad. I'm just saying. Um, soup, dude. A few years ago, I when I played, I remember I like was balancing all these thoughts, and I'm like 90 percent sure I didn't use any mods at the end of it. 
because like I just decided mm. no, I didn't. I don't even think I used any texture mods because I think I started it and I was like, I mean, this still feels good. I'm just gonna play this. He's lying to you. That might have been the way that, I did. Right? Peter, well. you're gonna have such a miserable time with this game. You should just. Hey, look! If I if, if 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 and if you're right, Greg, I'll just move to Human Res- Revolution because it was you know it's Human it's Resolution. Game. It's a good game. Plain and then if you don't like that one, you move to Paradigm, I'll right? Just I'll kill myself. Yakuza Paradigm. Oh no, my no, god! No. I don't think you can say that on the air. Paradigm time. Paradigm. I like Paradigm. Um, yeah, you might like that. It might be too. Other much than for that. You, I don't really have much. We played a little multiverses last night for ten minutes. You guys played multiverses. We played um, ten minutes. Yeah. So well, what happened? What? Sixteen minutes, actually. Well, you first off, so it? no, no it's, it's free. free. It's free to play uh, now. The free it to play just, came it, out. It's, that's the story. Is that oh, it's, it's out now? Okay, it's, it's doing super well Steam. right now. Everybody very well. did not like it in our group. I don't know what the big deal was. Uh. Maybe because I just don't play those games that much, but I thought it was all right. I I'm have- sure that is a fine game, and maybe we just got to give it some, another shot. The free-to-play version comes with we- Su- Superman, Jake, Finn. No, Superman, Finn, no. and some little dog thing some from another dog series. Some with green dogs. Dogs. Come with all the characters? No, no, you have to buy the characters, which you have to do missions to unlock. Uh, you have to get like a thousand coins to unlock characters. That's so I couldn't guy. even buy Tom and Jerry, which is the one character I wanted to play in the fucking game. Which Just sucks. to be clear, when you say buy, you mean in-game currency that you get from playing? You that can either or buy, you can just like, buy regular money. You can buy like the $40 version of the game, which just gives you everything. Or like microtransaction monies, which give you characters, or you could just do the traditional fighting game route. And I say traditionally, even if I don't like it. I'm just saying like it's not unusual where you unlock fighters by playing the story mode and shit. Yeah, but how viable is is it? Like you play for like a half hour, you get a guy. We don't. You got to play yeah. for like six hours. Is, oh, isn't it like a story well, mode, like an arcade mode thing? I think there is. Uh, I we only played. What like we literally uh, played sixteen like, minutes, matches. and we yeah. played custom matches with each other. Uh, so we didn't do the online no stuff, so I'm sure if we did that, we'd probably get more money. I still have it downloaded. I was probably gonna play it again. Yeah, I don't but have like it. uh, yeah, I didn't know. Like Kurt and Zach, they played it. They were not having it, and they were just immediately like, "I'm done. I don't. I don't like." I guess. It. I guess my no, first instinct that. was I, game guy. Yeah, I, I thought yeah, it would feel like super smash brothers and maybe it does but when i played it i was like this this feels weird i don't think it feels like smash felt very floaty it feels like um like those the knockoff versions of those games which is all right but i don't know i don't that's what it is i I didn't have like a big deal with it i mean nobody gave us a fair shake we skipped the tutorial we hopped right in very true true. everybody stopped in there was complaining minute one what the fuck this game fucking sucks well all right john hold on because vito's leaving out the most important part the second you know because we live in the modern times uh, when the game started well besides that which was weird i'll talk about that too vito if you want um (laughs) But no, you had to make an account, a WB account. Uh, and here we go. Let me tell you, let me, that was like pulling teeth with these John, guys. John, where's your free they account? Were game? Ridiculous. I mean, to be fair, I I would have been, I would have been right along with them. And you, and you know what, but Greg? John? Here's whoa, 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 hold on, hold on. Here's the thing, John. You would probably have it because you play Batman. 
So you probably have a WB account already. Oh yeah, you know I do, I do, I do. I, 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 and it would just it just automatically connected me, like because I played uh, that Lego game with Knoxville, so it connected me right away. Yeah, but I not these account, little angels. You guys don't yeah, have and your we WB. And we were right because I made that account last night at like what fucking eleven o'clock at night. I've gotten like yep. five emails from WB about multiverse since then. <laughs> oh WB does like to uh, my phone pop popping up as notifications on my god. The game's out. Game, it's Jeez. out. Uh, but anyways, so our takeaway for multiverse. There's no, there's we're no. Prob- we'll talk we, about we did not, it. Yeah, we did not play talk this game. about it more, but we did, we played it for like, yeah, like literally so, 16 minutes. I think, I think one of was, or we one, I don't know if this explains your guys' experience, but I think one thing that I was surprised about and the rhetoric I'm seeing about the game is that, um, it, of course, it's a Smash clone, but also like its mechanics are such that there, there's some layers there that aren't present, in, like Smash, like team comp type stuff where like uh certain people are better as supports and certain people are better as like mains and that kind of thing um that's kind of an interesting dynamic in a fighting game like this so i'm curious to see how yeah that there works. was a bunch of modes we could have played there was like a 2v2 mode uh but immediately we just did free for all because we thought it was smash yeah, i think the default mode is supposed to be 2v2 yeah it is a game Vito, where each Vito, character has like out. a uh Support kind of move or something like that. That's right. Yeah, two v two is like the intended game mode. That's cool. I think we should try that then. We'll that give it. Another, we'll give it another chance. We'll talk about it next week. All right. Uh, what else you got, Vito? Uh, I think that's about it for me. Okay. Okay. Wait, Vito, you forgot one thing. What's that? We did the first level of Escape Academy. The oh. tutorial. Uh, well, truth is, we actually beat the whole just, game but i, I wasn't even gonna bring it, it up i just wanted because... it on record i just wanted it on record we did play it after literally after the uh we recorded we yeah, blew so, past the first level it was so boring i went to sleep I, we I, haven't picked it up then. i've been thinking about how to fairly judge this information for a long time and uh brought it up at work we did a bunch of experiments um and <laughs> now we're both fucking stupid well it was just luck here's <laughs> here's the thing that that the suits at work like, just can't get over, right? It took me and Flask two days to beat it. It's taken you guys seven days so far to beat the tutorial. I'm just not, not an accurate <laughs> That's metric. not accurate, though. Not an accurate metric. Well, I, 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 I don't quite understand it either, but I'm not as smart as those guys, you know. Uh, no, they're trying wait. their fucking best right now. So if you could just all right, uh, right let on. me have it on the recording. That's, that's right what now. I'm saying, John. Uh, it's just if like, how could somebody try their best? Lifetime, I'm going to come back in time to this very moment and punch you in the face right now. You're going to hear it. All right. And that's it. it. We've just disproved time travel. Time travel is done because you are lying. It's not seven days. We're going to beat that game in our next sitting. <laughs> You'll say. Oh, okay. You'll say. Prove you can, it. And if not, I will, uh, I'll cut Beat a Singer off. You'll say. You got that chess robot? That's fair. Yeah. Uh, Yakuza solid. Your pinky goes. Puzzle bot. Have him just crush your head, make puzzle, it a puzzle but destroy him. I think we're gonna put me and Greg are gonna fucking set it up. We're gonna put you and Flask in an escape room. They like should against, have that against your will, like a like a two v two puzzle See how game. Good you actually are. Yeah, like a prison stuff. cell. They should have those. Oh yeah. god, with traps, deadly traps. Anyway, I just want you to know that I won't play by your rules. Well, then you'll 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 die. I mean, that's how the thing works. I'm too game stubborn, over, bud. 
right. Whatever, man. Everybody talks about <laughs> One Piece, but not enough people are talking about Twin Peaks. You know what, I mean? you know what I'm saying? One Piece? Ugh. You guys I'm know what I'm I saying? I honestly could not be further from you on this topic. I... <laughs> John, I heard One Piece. You heard One Piece, right? I heard One Piece. Greg, uh, let's talk about where you're at and where I'm at in One Piece right now. Alright, why don't you start where you're at, One Piece? I'm on episode 250. Oh my god. I am on 535. I am on part 7 of this third season. Of Alright, so I think that's Alabasta, right? Two two Piece. I mean, Twin Peaks, sorry. I'm calling it that. Uh, the Twin Peaks. No, uh, it's, it's something that's really hard to talk about without spoiling anything, so I, I, I choose not to, but uh, I'm really enjoying it. I, th- I think it's really cool. It's nothing like Twin Peaks Season 1 and 2, um, and hashtag that's a good thing. Again, to <laughs> refresh my memory, but this is what is, uh, Alan Wake was like loosely based off of, right? Uh, Alan Wake is, like I think, based off of Twin Peaks and Stephen King. Like, Twin Peaks is an inspiration, but Alan Wake is actually much more Stephen King than Twin Peaks, I think. Ah, uh, God. This is what Deadly Premonition is based on. <laughs> that, yes, oh. this is Deadly Premonition. Um, you are. You're enjoying it, though. Yeah, so I'm really, really enjoying it. Um, I don't want to overstate it. Obviously, I'm not even halfway into the season, I think. But um, there's there's been a couple scenes I've like watched a few times just because of how cool they were or, you know, how it made me feel and just looking at it. Um, and, and like I kind of talked about David Lynch last time, like that, that's really what it's all about is just like how the episode makes you feel and the imagery. And I'm not just saying there's not a story there. There is, and it's coherent enough that you could follow it, even if you don't fully understand everything that's happening. But um, what you're really watching it for is these just insane scenes. You know what I mean? Really um, cinematic. Um, I did see the one that you posted. That was. That's from the movie. Um, Okay. Which this season three is actually more. Or this is what the fans always say. Season three is is more in tone with the movie than the show. So like that that thing I posted. I posted for Twin Peaks fans the uh, Philip Jeffrey scene from Firewalk with Me, the David Bowie cameo. that that actually is a good primer to like the vibe of season three. That scene, really cool. Um, about living in dreams and stuff and all that. Anyway, classic. I'll report more as I watch more. David Lynch's um, two piece. Yeah, David Lynch's two piece. Video all game wise, that's not what it's called. Video game wise, the. Most exciting thing I've been playing the last week has been Morrowind. Uh, we had a multiplayer server going, but I'll be honest, I wasn't feeling the multiplayer a whole lot because I found out that I really wanted to play the game for real, like for real, for real. Um, and so I started doing that. I hadn't played the game since I was a kid. And you don't need me to tell you that Morrowind's a good game. And there's a lot of YouTubers that have done uh, hilariously long video essays on the game if you want to learn every single thing about it. So I just wanted to hit hit the highlights from like I I knew why more was a good game, but uh it it's pretty cool to feel it as an adult. 
because I hadn't played as a Dude, kid. Dude, it's fucking a phenomenal, a phenomenally made game. It, it really isn't just the nostalgia, and there's a few things I wanted to point out specifically for my experience that things that I knew, but again, like you know, it's different when like you play it as an adult and it still holds up versus like your memory as a kid. But the game, if you're into like the idea of playing like a master wizard, this is maybe the best game that's been made for that feeling. Just the whole mechanic around making your own spells is incredibly vast and you can do like, it really just lets you just be as creative as you want. Uh, and more when you buy spells from people, but really you only buy the spells for the spell effects like frost damage or fire damage or levitate. Uh, because when you make your own spell, you can change like how strong the spell is, how long it works, uh, what kind of area it acts in. And you can start doing weird things like I bought a spell that lets me open locks for 50 points. Uh, obviously, it's not enough. So I then went and made a spell that opens locks for 100 points. And then I realized, like, wait, that's still not enough. So then I made a missile that opens every lock in a 50 foot radius uh, at 100 points. <laughs> what is the point? I'm sorry. Cool. Is that that's just the, magic points? That's just the difficulty rating of the log. Yeah, so Morrowind <laughs> set up uh, where everything is all, yeah, point-based. Uh, like, no, Novice, I think, is up to 25, and so on and so forth. Okay, uh, yeah, I remember then, this. I think other Elder Scrolls have this, this yeah, similar system. Yeah, they just simplified it. But this one, yeah, you could use, uh, like, spells would use different points. Like, uh, Andy's using the max one, so we just open everything up. Yeah, now, and, and there's a lot of cool like different applications for the, for the magic. I spent a lot of time just like standing in front of like the spell making screen, thinking of like fun spells to make and then trying them. Uh, and all the time when I'm going about, I like think of like ways that I can make my traveling and adventuring more efficient. If I just had a spell that did this and then I would go and make that spell. Uh, what were you going to say, Vito? I was just going to ask, um, how is your, how is, playing with your friends improving or not uh improving your experience of this game i am playing solo you're playing solo yeah yeah um ah. i think i would enjoy playing with my friends but like it's just such a good game that i really want to just actually experience it for real so i started there's, playing it solo. Um, there's like a so i feel the small issue with uh multiplayer is if you're not doing everything together it's very quick to get lost on what's going on yeah. that's kind of like why I, what I've, I felt yeah like it could be that someone's doing all the mage guild quests so then yeah. if you want to hop into a mage guild quest, well, you gotta know where you're at and then someone might have an item that you need someone might have you know yes like that's happened like that happened a spells. few times when we were playing uh where um we, I was looking for like a dormer, uh, our early quest is to get a Dwemer puzzle box from a crypt. And uh, some a group of, a group of them uh, went after that place and someone took that and I had to find it later. I think Alex had a skull for the Mages Guild and he was just carrying it on him. I was like, hey man, do you have this? He's like, oh yeah, I got it. And he just brought it over to me. Yeah. So it does. Yeah. It seems like an odd like kind of disjointed way to play the game. And that's totally cool and fine if the game is fresh on your memory to begin with and you've played it a bunch. But I think well, it's that, but yeah, there's also a way to fix that. I believe, I think you can set it up where uh, you can have your own quest lines. And yeah, when you start that, a quest, those items will drop. I think that, but that also NPCs. takes, 
Yeah, that that does a lot of stuff. Um, so I talk about the magic. I could spend the next several hours talking about the magic and all the spells I, I make and what they do and proceed uh, how cool it is. But um, needless to say, I, I'm having a lot of fun. Um, if you're curious, later on I'll, sh- I'll show you my spell book and you can get a better feel for some of the creativity of the game. Talking to the hosts. Um, what else? What else? What else? I wanted to talk about the world and how weird and alien it is. And <clears throat> I'm not going to spend a whole lot saying this because there's a take that other people have said much better than me. But it doesn't really bother me that mo- that most fantasy we see is based off like medieval Britain, Europe, whatever. But it's really cool to play like a very realized, very weird fantasy world that is just alien. You can't really map it onto anything that you're super familiar with. Um, the whole structure of all the creatures in the world, the 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 whole political system, it's all very strange. <clears throat> Weird things like the fact that so many groups call themselves cults, but, you know, that's just nomenclature, and you, you travel around to different towns on big bugs and that kind of thing. Uh, it's a very cool alien world. <clears throat> and very hostile, too. Like, it it's it doesn't feel like a friendly world, ever. And almost all the characters are, are not great people. Like, uh, a lot of the Mage Guild quests, quest lines involve you helping mages fuck over other mages. It has a very, like, uh, sense of, like, you know, might is right type of, like, attitude that a lot of people have that, again, like, you know, you feel almost coddled in comparison in a lot of fantasy games these days. Um, it's just a different vibe. Anything goes cool. on Vanderfell. Yeah, like, uh, I think um, that's why people kind of really latched on to Morrowind's lore in particular. And that, like, Morrowind's lore is the thing that kind of um, was the launching pad for the entire TES lore community, really. Like, before that and after that, wasn't nearly as much, like, interest in really delving deep into lore implications and and minor details and stuff like that because of Michael Kirkbride's writing. And It's uh, funny that you brought that up because I had a link prepared. Oh, okay. And I was just going to say, it's funny because uh, before Oblivion came out, Cyrodo was described in like books and stuff as like a jungle uh, nation. And it had like really kind of like its own unique, uh, I don't know, uh, climate, topography, whatever. Yeah. And yeah. even like architecture and stuff like that. Uh, I forget what the architecture was supposed to be, but it was not supposed to be like generic European castles and stuff like that. But then there are European uh, castles and thatched huts and shit. Yeah. But then by the time Oblivion rolled around, they were like, they basically like whitewashed Cyrodiil and made it just like generic European fantasy, which Oblivion is fine. It's, it's good in its own right. It's just not what was described before that point. Yeah. Well, the lore, like, it's really easy to start getting interested in the lore. Um, <clears throat> as a guy who's not necessarily like a huge lore guy, um, I do like lore, but you know what I'm saying. Um, yeah. Part part of that is is as I said, like how weird, alien, cool it is, all that. Uh, another part of it is like just how like malleable a lot of the history feels. Like, not that I've ever gotten super deep into like reading the books and in, in Morrowind, but you sometimes have to for quests and stuff. There's historians that like disagree with other historians. And like I linked to the podcasters here. What I linked to the podcasters here is 
a, a discussion being had like 10 to 15 years about the game about uh, the villain's feelings towards a certain character where in the discussion, people are like arguing back and forth by citing in-game texts at each other. <laughs> and it's like, there's there's probably no correct interpretation, but like, oh. And, and that That's gets great. into the last point I was going to bring up about Morrowind and um, why I feel it is still worth playing and still holds up and still probably one of the best RPGs ever made is the story. It does the chosen hero thing so well. Like at no point, I feel like, do you feel like you're the chosen hero? Um, instead the game loves like throwing ambiguity at you at every step where like the prophecies are vague enough that like, yeah, you might be the guy you might not be. It doesn't really matter. Um, but the, the important thing about the chosen hero archetype is, and I guess this is kind of a, a minor spoiler, but, um, I don't think so. Cause it's more about the aesthetic is that there have been like so many chosen heroes before you that all failed. So like it, it clearly is just like, I don't know. Meeting the criteria be- rather than being some kind of prophesized fate thing. Right. You can believe that you are the God or not but you can still do the thing by following the steps. You know what I mean? Um, and the, philo- the, the philosophy and like the way that you interact with, especially the final boss, uh, when you're having discussions like what around the theme that I'm talking about uh, is really in depth and, and really cool. Um, yeah, there, there's a lot, there's a lot to love about Morrowind, a lot that makes it have a unique voice, I guess among like uh all the great RPGs, I think for for a few reasons, Morrowind might be one of the best ever made. I feel like when I was a kid and I played Morrowind, I, I was like, wow, this is like the first step in a whole new direction for video games. Video games are gonna get so much more like detailed and complicated. They have books on the shelves that you can pick up right. and read. Things are gonna get so yeah. much better from here. And then it turns out that like people didn't no the player base didn't really want that for like casual gamers didn't really want that they wanted like you know more linear experiences something you can just pick up and play yeah yeah it's disappointing imagine imagine if people did what like they were like oh my god all have lore deep and how crazy that was we love that imagine oblivion and skyrim being that crazy yeah just a crazy more advanced version of uh, morrowind now uh i do have one or two caveats um, if you Google words like "Is Morrowind still playable?" or "Does Morrowind uh, hold up?", a lot of people are going to tell you no. Um, and part of that is solved by playing with what I'm doing is the Open Morrowind, <clears throat> which is a uh, community-built engine. It's basically a total remake of Morrowind that runs really well. Um, fixes a lot of the uh, problems in the original code and all that. Uh, the, but I think like the main thing people are talking about is that if you attack at a low level with a weapon, like say you have like blunt 10, you try to hit somebody with a club, you're going to have the experience of seeing your club over and over hit past, like hitting the rat, but not doing any damage because you're missing. If you play right, D and D more D and D rules. Yeah. Yeah. If you play D&D, you're used to the fact that, like, you're rolling attack rolls, and, like, sometimes your attacks, even though you're within five feet, even though you're swinging a giant club, 
are just not going to connect. Um, but it feels bad when you see it in first person. That being said, that's solved just by leveling up that skill, and it doesn't take that high of a level to not be hitting, not be missing anymore. So it, it's solved within the first couple hours of your play. But I just want to acknowledge that's definitely if you play the game, it's definitely a feeling you're going to have is what the fuck is going on. Yeah, I thought that was weird. Yeah, the feeling of combat, especially a hand-to-hand combat, is one of the things that Oblivion and Skyrim really did, I would say, better in that it's like more uh, visceral for sure. and feels tactile. For sure. But that's more one, just a few words. Uh, like I said, Google, YouTube, Morrowind video essay if you really want to learn a lot more about the game, but you don't want to play it because there's Google a lot Chim, out there. cowards. I wasn't even going to bring that up. <laughs> That's Morrowind. There's Two Piece. I already talked about Thor 4. I think that's it for Did me. Did you talk about the Enwaz, Andy? <laughs> he keeps saying that, but just to be clear to our listeners, that's a, that, that means Outlander and Morrowind. No, yeah. It's a, they know when they're going to play Morrowind because they're going to get called into Morrowind. That's fair. Maybe they yeah. should. So what, man? When I I one of my spells I made make a lot of death spells. One of my spells I made, um, I hit a guy with it, and as he died instantly, the way he said "inwa" was just so frustrated and sad. I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> I feel bad for that. All right, fellas, we've been waxing on a little while. I don't got anything else on my plate. I'm thinking it's time. For a breaky break. We're going to come back in just a few minutes and hear about what Greg's been up to and also Flask. Finally. Oh, God. You Did you gamers see about uh, Grand, Grand Theft Auto 6 in, on the Twitter today? Red Dead Online? J- Jason Schreier really, really broke the, no- broke the news and we're going to repeat what he said. I can't wait. <laughs> All right, we're back. <laughs> Yeah, did you uh do you want to play Morrowind now? I like yeah, the way you describe it, I mean it sounds it sounds great. Um if I if I were to play it again, it would have to be solo. Well yeah, for um, sure. And I'm sure that would that would clear up a lot of the problems I had when I started playing it. I mean, that's what I've always been asking when when they started the Skyrim together. And I think on the pod too, I'm like asking him like, well, what's what? What do you do in that? Like in in Skyrim with your friends, and everyone's like, well, what are you talking about? You just play it with your friends. But I'm like, what is the benefit in playing a game that's meant to be single player? Like I, I could see that with so other games. Okay, there's a few few answers, but I think the clearest answer is that like it's a game everybody's played single player, so they want to play multiplayer now. You're doing it with your pals. It's like power wash. Why do we play together? What, what, what was the added benefit to that? In Skyrim multiplayer. Right, if you're trying to experience the game, I, let me I, let me let me answer your question. I'm not, I'm not shitting on it. I, I totally get it. If you played those games, a better Skyrim experience than Skyrim single player. Absolutely, Absolutely not. not. Right. I mean, it would be hard to argue. It's also a mod, though. Yeah, it's it's also a mod. Like it's hard to argue that Skyrim multiplayer is a better experience than Skyrim single player. You know, and it is yeah. and it is a mod. But you know, the, I mean, it, yeah, because like I said, I mean, if it was a, a multiplayer game, I'm sure all these problems with 
you know, quests being done and not knowing where things are, they wouldn't be in it. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I don't really like, know what I'm arguing about. Well, I, 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 I'm just I, trying to help, like we're all, help you get to the same, same spot. But I mean, if you ask What's any, happening? think about it like this. If you ask each one of those guys who's playing it, whether they would play Skyrim single player right now, the answer is probably not. No, absolutely not. It's just a, it's just a game to play with your pals. I mean, it's uh it's a quest. That's right? what it is now, dude. And it's a, and it's a different it's yeah. a different beast, right? Cuz they they have to deal with so much bullshit and like weirdness and like st- uh I don't know, this you know, it's it's kind of like the uh the frustration and the fun of like installing a bunch of divinity mods and getting like an 8 player divinity mods. game go. Like you right. you had a lot of fun doing that and that's totally not how the game's supposed to be played. Yeah. No, I I, I get it. I don't know why I even was making a point. Yeah, I guess my, I guess all I was trying to say is in my personal experience, I never played Morrowind. So playing, hopping in on the multiplayer server, I thought would be a fun idea. And then I got in, I was like, oh. Well, that's kind of what I thought too. Yeah. And then, uh, there's a lot of, there's a lot involved. With well, I think part of that might just be because you never played Morrowind before. Yeah, yeah I, I never played. So I, feel like so I would enjoy extra, the multiplayer better. I didn't have my bearings. Uh, yeah, of course. I think I also. I didn't have my bearings at all, like in any sense. I'm not blaming anybody because, like, I didn't really think about this, uh, and I did stop running the server eventually. But I, I think part of the problem was that I ran the server all the time. I, I should have kept control of that and only ran it when I was playing because I think what I, I and again, I'm not trying to judge anybody. I'm just stating a fact. There were a couple people who were power gaming the server, and I think I set it up one night, and like by the next day when I made my character. Somebody was like already halfway through the Mages Guild, and somebody else was like well on their way to becoming a master fighter. <laughs> and and again, I'm not like shitting on them at all. Like I, no, I left I, the server up for a reason you, so that people could have played it. Yeah. It's just I was surprised at how uh, I want to say disappointed, but like how unincentivized, unmotivated I was to play after that. You know what I mean? Just because right. I did. Really I, felt, want to I play definitely them. felt. The, I definitely felt the same way. Definitely. No, I've not played either of these, but I am looking forward to playing Fallout. The other one, eight, eight. dude, Fallout Four. That'll yeah. be a lot of fun, I think. That's, I feel like, the different beast in itself. Where I don't respect Fallout Four. Do a lot you know I mean, like as a game, so like Fallout Four together, right. hell yeah, I'm down for that. Like, there's no question. Even though I didn't play, beat that game for sure, that's a game I, I like. Multiplayer. You know, I have I've like several hundred hours in Fallout Four, and I've never beaten <laughs> the main story either. I've only beaten wow. it once, and I have quite a few hours. I just never, it. I just never care. I get to like level like thirty or so. I go do. I have three hundred and seventy-four hours. I'll go That's do cool the side I like hanging out in the world and DLC. And I just do, especially. Well, I mean, especially Fallout Four. I just do not give a fuck about the main story. Like, it's on. It's yeah. Care. Just the sun. The 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 sun thing sucks. The sun or the sun. That yeah, that's right. a big twist at the yeah. end. Yeah. Whoa, crazy, dude. I I think there's a lot. I I personally like Fallout 4 a decent about a decent amount. I do I I like a lot, a lot of the of uh, when I do play. That's mostly yeah, like there's time. like there's definitely good parts of it. I would say uh, I definitely get why people don't like it. I 100% get that, but I don't know. I think it's I think it's pretty decent. And when you add multiplayer to it, it'll be a fucking blast. Yeah. At least in yeah, Skyrim together, I didn't play it, but it, it sounded a little, you know, fun. You guys can like fushro die each other Dude, around, and I'm telling you, uh, <laughs> you, you can do a shell that crashes. B man's game. 
No, yeah, there was no, uh, dude. There was uh, so I got to update it or I updated it. They wanted a bunch of new mods, which I got to fucking fix. I got to help have Kurt help me fix. But dude, us all playing that together was a fucking blast. Uh, there was this one ice shout. I kept shooting Beam Man with it, and it would freeze him, and he couldn't do anything for like three minutes. So I just kept <laughs> fucking shooting him with it. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, it's a fun thing to play for the weekend. Uh, I do fight. like me and Noxel. We're trying to climb up mountains. We would just foos or die each other up the mountain and just <laughs> teleport to him. It was dude, uh, fucking a ton of fun. I remember one night you guys were playing. I fucking lost it. I could not stop laughing when uh, all of a sudden Kurt's like, "Oh, my game crashed," and Noxel's like, "Huh, that still works." <laughs> <laughs> and, and Kurt like started melting oh, down. We like in, uh, Kurt was like we his, Kurt was like cared. laughing but angry at the same time. You could tell and like uh, because was, like you did that. You really crashed my game. Like you dropped yeah, that we, item we again. Kept, and Noxel was just we laughing. kept we kept we found like uh, there's like a few items that'll just crash the game uh, or Kurt's game. And me and Noxel kept dropping the items like earlier. And then we got to then we were like, all right, we won't do it anymore. That's exactly what it is. And then we got to uh, the Soul Cairn, which is like the one of the first DLC area, and we're just running in the place. And all of a sudden, Kurt, yeah, uh, Kurt's like, "Oh, game crash!" It's like, "Oh, that does still work." It was very funny. It was good. You got him, poor boy. Welcome back, everybody. The Broken Campfire Podcast. I don't know. Bad everybody. How you do today? All right, thank you, John. Uh, uh, trying trying out my announcer voice. Okay, it was pretty good. good. Um. Thanks. Flask, I don't know what you're going to include in the break stuff, but Greg, you were just talking about Skyrim together. Uh, it's actually your roundtable. I don't know if that's one of the things you're going to talk about. but No, it wasn't. Okay. Well, you know what? We'll let that, oh, okay. we'll, we'll let that fall to the ether. I think we've talked about that before anyway. Yep. Yeah, I talked, we talked about talk that last about? night. Well, well, I have. We talked about my One Piece update, so that's good. I don't need to talk about that. Um, I'll be of- honest. I've been a little busy. Oh, we could. Do you want to talk about One Piece? I'll spoil uh, some One Piece. What episode are you on? Uh, well, I'm on five thirty-five. I'm gonna spoil. I'm gonna spoil stuff because this was aired in 2014. So I think I'm good. Yeah, spoil the first five hundred episodes for me. Spoilers for One Piece until one twenty-four forty-eight. Although you may want to listen anyway if you don't care that much about One Piece spoilers up through the Fishman Island arc, because there may very well be a new in joke resulting from this segment. Yeah, uh, we. I'm on Fishman Island, which is underneath the ocean. I don't want to talk shit, but that arc is just um, okay. I I have I I'm glad you said that, John, because I'm there was a part of here I was like, what the fuck? That kind of sucks. So this is after the time skip, the two year time skip. They're all back together again. Uh, Sanji was on um this <laughs> the island of uh. Uh, I, I don't know, Flask. I guess you can edit this new, out. New comma, new comma, new comma, new comma island. I don't want to say what the, it was actually called, but new comma island. It's full of a uh, a bunch of um of of gay people basically. And Sanji was sent there, and he trained for two years uh to become like a good chef and like to train there. Uh, but what it did was it made him incredibly susceptible to women. So he loses when he meets Nami and Robin again. He has like a brain hemorrhage basically and explodes blood. So they they're using the trope of, you know, an anime when a character sees someone, you know, hot or whatever, there's like a like pervert, bunch of, basically. Bunch of, like no blood nose shoots bleed, out of their yeah. nose. They're using that trope, that throwaway gag as an actual serious plot where like he but, need, um, like he seriously needs the yeah, transfusion so they give him of blood, blood uh, because he's then, seen a hot mermaid. 
Uh, so it, they it get to this up, one like, part, a whole, like multi-episode thing. Yeah, dude. That is so, hysterical. And it, the worst part is it <laughs> advanced. It, so it advances the story because at one part, uh, they're hiding like from this uh, from the prince and his group, uh, who are looking for them, and a mermaid like hides them, but she hides them like in his chest, and he explodes blood and he starts dying, and they have to like take him. They steal uh, the prince's ship and uh, have to like get him blood. But that was a, oh, that was too advanced was the so, plot they added. So that predictable. shit. I gotta tell you, I was not. I was like, what the fuck? That's I, I mean, that I was, that was I, very. I expected that to happen in the mid five hundred. How funny that is, or like the. the oh, it was funny. The, I agree. I agree. It was funny. But I think the gag goes on too long. I think Fishman. Yeah, Island there's been goes a few on, gags that went on too long. I think Fishman Island goes on a little too long, but it it does have some really good stuff near the end. That's why I love reading the manga because you can just kind but of the good. read at your own pace and like read the f- that parts you don't like totally as much right. fast. <laughs> I've just been watching at my own. The beauty pace, of One man. Piece is that it doesn't start until it's a twenty like uh, twenty one minute show or something. It doesn't start until like it the six minute like mark. Eight minutes in, yeah, six to eight minutes depending on the the recap, and then you got at least like a two or three minute outro. You're really only getting these these tight ten minute episodes, and yep. even they have flashbacks in them. So it's like, you know, they're pretty they're pretty bite sized when you when you really boil it down. But um, yeah, dude. On to the good though for this. Everyone's new. Everyone looks awesome now. Everyone got off. They got their glow ups. Brooke looks awesome. Ever Usopp, man of the man of the people. Uh, I saw Chopper's new uh his his kung fu form, which I thought was very funny. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Uh yeah, they're um. Uh, Luffy's taking the princess of the mermaids to the uh, sea forest, which is a graveyard, I guess. And Jinbei's apparently waiting there while evil mer- evil fishmen are coming. Yeah, like I said, it. I mean, you know, you. I mean, you already know. You already like the show. But yeah. I do feel like this is like a lower point, and then it's gonna get back to being not that it's not good, but back to being crazy. Dude, I'm down for that. There, there's some good stuff. The Horty Jones, he's the chump though. Yeah, Horty Jones and uh, what's the other guy? Uh, fucking oh, Vander. De- or what were we calling? Uh, uh, Deck Vanderlin or yeah, something. Yeah, no, Decker like that. Kane. We were just yeah, Decker Kane. Decker Kane. Decker Kane. <laughs> Kane makes an appearance in One Piece as a as like a eight legged uh, man who he he I guess his dude he is a cool devil fruit. I'll man. give him that. He uh so his no, fruit is he's like he right clicks on someone or not right click. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Yeah, right you know, God damn it! <laughs> what the fuck? Right clicks on him and, fuck, se- and sets their fatigue to zero. <laughs> Kinda. If he touches someone with his hands, anything oh, he throws will seek them out. Greg, I think you just saw beyond. Right click and empty trash. <laughs> <It was> awesome, <laughs> you know what you both said. I didn't post anything. Posted that. Oh, that fucking oh, killed Andy, me, Andy, why'd dude. you post that? It was Andy. <laughs> oh, that fucking <laughs> killed me, dude. Shit. But all right, here's a cool move. Whatever. Fuck it. Do you want to tell uh, the listeners what that was, even? Or just leave oh, it to their imagination? Oh, fuck. Yeah, so he, uh, uses, no way to even... he uses his hand, and uh, if he touches you, he sets you as a target. And whatever he throws, like anything, becomes a weapon. And it'll hit you no matter what, like at full speed. So like they, they act like job, like birds apparently, as he described it. 
So he has his right hand, which he touched the princess, the mermaid princess with, and he hasn't washed it in 10 years, and he just keeps throwing weapons and axes at her, at her uh, to try to kill her, and they have her locked in a tower to keep her safe. Pretty bad, eh? I was actually yeah. saying that. Nah, uh, he did. The, I thought you were one. laughing at. Were you laughing? No, at what, I was laughing that you said right click looking, instead yeah, of touching. I, I was laughing at right <laughs> click, and then Andy's laughter made me laugh like uncontrollably. They're laughing at this little uh, trash can picture. Well, I was also no, I, laughing I, at them because I was looking I thought, at them and I was like, right click? What the fuck? And I just started laughing. It was a laugh. I thought mailstrom. you were laughing. Uh, a lot yeah. of things uh, happening. Uh, right listeners, click. listeners, if you go if you go to the tenor gift thing and look up One Piece, you'll find a funny. Little gif of a bunch of trash cans dancing around. It <laughs> just—it it was just a mix of things that got me. It got a good giggle out of me. They tickled the funny bone. Oh, John hates fun. Sorry. I thought it was—I thought it was comical that you, a gamer, mixed up touching with your hand. With dude, I hate right, women. Right clicking. <laughs> I hate women. And I hate That's everything. That's what I'm saying, dude. He saw. Right. He saw beyond. Game. I love gaming. I love games. That's sight beyond sight for uh, just a moment. Sight yeah, sight. dude, that's yeah. that's one. I I guess I should use it as a segue to talk about my video games, right? That'd be a great segue. I don't know, dude. Do, do yeah, you want to talk more about One Piece? Well, hold on, because we could. All right. All right, what do you want, John? Let's talk about One Piece a little bit more. I'm just well on my end. I'm just you know, <laughs> real. Yeah, quick here. this is this is your chance. You. Talk I'm just about excited because I know what's going on in the manga right now and what has happened, and, and I mean even what's going on in the anime right now is fucking pretty nuts they're they're animating some pretty crazy fights i'm just excited for you to keep to keep going and and see more because there's still a lot of well, still a lot of crazy stuff and good moments out there let's see when did we uh when did we all go on the game vacation that was like april march april right? 20th to the 25th all right so i watched i was like episode 100 there i think so you it's were you were behind me- us there yeah, because I I remember there you, was a lot you of like just I like just started. Yeah. So yeah, I it's I'm I think I think by the end of the year I want to say maybe I'll be almost caught up. Oh, I think so. At I the rate so. I'm going, but uh, I know the last few days I've been taking it easy because if I keep watching One Piece all well, day, I mean you watched. I'm literally going to do nothing. Yeah, I'm literally doing nothing else at this point, but working, going home, and watching One Piece. And playing a, a single a single game. What more could you ask for? Nice. Why? Well, hey, why don't you tell us about that game? Well, I will. Uh, I've been playing World of Warcraft again. Oh no, he's back. Uh, I'm back. I'm back the, on my uh, wagon. No way, he fell it, off the wagon. Which one is it? You fall off the wagon. Uh, I, f- I fell off. The, I don't. I'm never really on the wagon. I guess you could say. It hurts uh, to see someone you you know and love. Uh, uh, John, yeah, I'm embarrassed I, to say that even as you were asking it, I was already googling it because I was having the same thought. <laughs> uh, well, this is uh, this is if, slightly if, different. If, this if you time, are everybody. abstaining from drinking alcohol, you are on the wagon. And so Greg yes. was abstaining uh, so I am, from WoW, I am, so he yeah, was on the wagon, I but now he's off the wagon, wagon. he's playing WoW. This expression is the shortening sort of, uh, of on the water wagon, referring to the horse-drawn water wagon once used to spray dirt roads to keep down the dust. What are you going to say, Vito? Is there some sort of wagon analog in, in World of Warcraft? In World of Warcraft? Yeah, Vito, it's called a wagon. Yeah, it's they probably wagon. just wagons. Oh, they, yeah, they got wagons? They got wagons, yeah. What about a wagon? What about a wagon? 
Oh, well, that'll be oh, that'll on. be that'll be next uh, the next expansion for retail. So but, many uh, jokes. I've been I playing classic, man. Uh, Burning Crusade. They announced uh, Wrath of the Lich King classic, which is coming September twenty sixth. Are you been playing classic or, or normal? Yeah, cla- yeah, I've been playing classic. Okay. Uh, I've been leveling my warrior. Uh, some dumb horde people constantly try to attack me. Uh, they think they can get the upper hand, and I just crush them in my hands. Nice, Fucking nice. awesome! Right click them. Uh, dumb dumb hordes. Yeah, yeah. I lo- I right click them. I click them up. Uh, but yeah, dude. It's it's fucking it's World of Warcraft, all right. It's uh got me in its dumb little vice again. At least you know. At least you acknowledge that. I wish yeah. you the best of luck. I need uh I need them to go through another scandal so I can be like I can't play this, at least for a month. Okay, one more scandal and then I'll stop. One more scandal. Listen, they've done some good things, so they I, I have to bring back a few uh points. I gotta agree. There's probably some hotlines for this kind of thing. If you need some help. I'm sure. Uh, while I'm talking about World of Warcraft, disorder. I'm going to use this chance to talk about the World of Warcraft alpha. I don't know if I talked about oh, that Oh, cool. A game time. from 2004 is going into alpha. Uh, well, yeah, basically. Uh, so their Dragonflight alpha started like two weeks That's ago. That's a new expansion? Yep. Dragonflight, baby. Just all it's all dragon based, which everyone's hooting hollering for. A science based uh, dragon. The plan animal. is to have the game out by the end of the year, which I think is personally is insane. But who the fuck knows? Uh, I'm sure it'll suck, and I'll be upset. Well, what uh, are they adding? They're adding, I mean, just dragons. Uh, so they're adding are they like a, a new race, new area. Uh, they're adding yes. Yeah, so they're adding a new race, uh, Play- which are the a new NBC. playable race, which right. are the Drakthir, which are dragon people. They right. released their customization, which is that on have, both sides or is that like a? Uh, yeah, they're like a neutral race. Okay. Uh, their dragon forms. I'll be honest, they're cool. Uh, they they have a, a human form, they're like the worgen, where they uh, turn human to dragon. Human forms. Or their whatever the fuck forms look stupid. I think they are disgusting, disgusting looking. All right. Uh, but whatever, dude. Drag through though, they look fucking cool. I think personally, they have a like this new soaring move, which they can like fly around. They have a they're adding dragon riding, which uh, is like this entire new mechanic. Apparently, it's in Guild Wars too. I feel like I've talked about this before. Now that I'm saying it out loud. Um, uh, I don't know. Probably. I don't know, but I'm going to talk about it again. Fuck it. Uh, but it's basically... Uh, I'll probably post a video later, but it looks really cool. It's like all this new uh, way to like fly around the map. And it looks pretty badass. Uh, and then they have a new... Uh, I think they're leveling up back up to 70 again. And uh, just, you know, basic expansion shit. But... Uh, I've seen a few things from the alpha. I've seen like like I said, the drag theory I think are cool. Uh some of the talent trees look cool. Uh a lot of the new models, uh I'm like on both sides with the models where some look really good or some look they all look really decent. Uh but their art styles are very different. Like some look really realistic and then some look really cartoony, which is really weird. Uh like one example is uh there's Knowles, uh which um, or like one of the first enemies in the game. Uh, they updated them and they look really uh cartoony. But then there's like other like animals in the game, just like uh like lizards or something like that, and they look like kind of they look almost like realistic and like 
completely different art style. It's weird. Huh. It looks like they uh they don't have a good art direction uh going on with their thing right now. Deduct a point. If you know what I mean. That's my yeah. Yeah, yeah. But overall, it looks cool. Uh model wise, I don't know anything about the story because I don't look up any of that shit. Uh, but I don't think there's been anything crazy that people hate. I think really what the big issue is is that they still want it to come out at the end of the year, and that's in like five months. So, and you're an alpha now. That's I don't think it's a lot of time. They'll make it. Well, I hope it is only half as bad. I as hope it's not bad. I hope it's, it's good, be. and I hope it's gonna be good. And I could be like, guys, WoW's back. We're back on top. But I'm I'm kind of a doomer at this point, and I know it's not gonna happen. Uh, but I can only wish I can only pray and hope it's good. Yeah, and yet. And yet. That's it. <laughs> That's all I got, Andy. All right. Feel free to all right. feel free to get to grade me or whatever. I was just marveling for a moment. Shit. And suddenly realizing, oh, Vito, our profile pictures complement each other really well. You're Kramer. How is that? You're Kramer, I'm George. Yeah, but oh, uh, John's, you're, John's Homer. You're, you're George. You're, you're George in Disco Elysium. That's right. You know what I always, well, Greg, this is more One Piece talk. You know what I always see when I look at Andy's uh, <laughs> profile picture? Yeah. And it looks like Kizaru if you just look real quick. Is Kizaru a really cool character? Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude. He, oh, yeah, he kind of does. Yeah. Here, hold on, Andy. I'll get you a picture. Yeah, please. Oh. Uh, we actually call him by a different name. Uh, we call him Adam Sandler. Oh, you call him his slave name? Oh, oh that guy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can definitely see it. I, it's the glasses. <laughs> I see it. I see it. Yeah, it is. It's definitely the glasses. They like, yeah, they form together well. <laughs> no, I, I, I had that made by Dolly Mini or whatever. Crayon, whatever it's called. Uh, anyway. Pretty good. Pretty good. Vito. <laughs> I did a round table. <laughs> <laughs> don't make me, don't make me do another one. Uh, Are right. you sure you didn't have anything more to say? Please. I promise. Flask. Keep going. Wait, you got... All right. There you go. <laughs> you nailed Flask. it on two. I knew you'd get it. I, I heard that this week you have a whale tail of a whale... Tail... Tail whale of a whale for us today. No. Well, that was me. No, yeah, that was Vito. I only have a whale... A whale. I just have a whale. Oh. Yeah. I played whale this week. It wasn't that good. It wasn't as good as Stray. No. What would what would the equivalent actually be? Like hmm. Like like the stray version of a whale? Yeah. Podless, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, it, as for that, things is I that, actually is that what a group did of whales do. called a pod? I think so. A pod of whales, yeah, right? Yeah, I think so. Pod podless is pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. Um sounds like a drug thing. <laughs> As for things I actually, well, okay, first of Whoa. all, um, one note at the top that I want, that I thought I'd mention to this group, because we talked about it before, and it's always a pleasure to uh, to use our huge influence and listener base to 
signal boost smaller creators. Um, right. I only just found out today that uh, the Grimbeard <clears throat> decided to remove his supernatural review videos from his channel oh. out of uh, out of frustration with and fear of a copyright reprisal. I don't think anything like like bad has happened yet. I think he was just like preempted genuinely bad stuff because he was, notice I, I think sort? he was constantly struggling with the uploads i think that's what was happening um hmm. so he's I, I believe he's moving the series to a different channel called grim b g-r-i-m-b grim natural grim b so that's my good d for the day mm-hmm. done is relating that to you all and to the, yeah, the that's good. why is he doing why is he moving to a different channel no he's moving just his supernatural videos oh okay okay to a different a, channel because gotcha. copyright Anyway, gotcha. uh, I only really have one thing to talk about as far as like what I did. Um, I played Days Gone. Oh, where'd they go? Did you really? Oh, where, fuck, they dude. Go? Where'd they go, dude? Day Gone. I don't know what to tell you. Oh. <laughs> Days Gone. All right, I'm oh, you flash, you got me in, right? Oh, man. I, I'm I ready. Can't believe, I can't believe I'm ready. I can't believe I the sun's Google. down already. Someone actually played <laughs> a game that I like, and I'm hoping you'll say what I think you'll say is it's a good game. Deacon sucks as a character, but overall it was pretty cool. Uh, yeah, Greg, as we all know, really likes the game, uh, especially the protagonist, Deacon St. John, who we loved. And you hated uh, it. Deacon so, is like, Greg's now, favorite now character in a video game, hands down. I'll mute my mic and scream if you say you hate it. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta take I, the kid gloves around Greg Flash. Let him have. No, it. I actually agree with a lot of what you've said previously. Um, you, <sighs> but he doesn't. Yeah, like I mean, no, no, no. I believe I agree with Greg when he says it's like a seven out of seven, seven point five out of ten game. That kind of thing. Yeah, dude. Uh, it's one of those freaky ones where like I enjoyed myself during the game, but I kind of regret ever investing time into it <laughs> because <laughs> like maybe it wasn't worth all that time I put in. Um. Yeah, kind of like it's a good, it's a good review. Of the yeah. game. <laughs> um, not worth the time you'll put in. Yeah, maybe not. It's a long ass game, um, so it's kind of like a mixed reception for me. I mean, it, perfectly serviceable gameplay, especially the horde stuff. I agree with Greg again that dealing with the uh, the freakers is the most interesting part of the game. Dealing with humans is just okay. Dealing with the hordes is like a is like the killer That's mechanic. That's where the bread's at. Yeah. That's where the bugger is. Exactly. Um, so if you're looking for a game where you can you can do that uh, survival, crafting, killing, riding loop, uh, feels like a like a Last of Us or a Horizon or an Ass Creed, one of those. This is certainly another one. I mean, it's even pretty much structured like a uh, like a Rockstar game, and it seems to want to have the mood of like a Red Dead. Doesn't really achieve it, but it it seems to be emulating Red Dead mood the most um but gameplay wise yeah definitely (laughs) similar to any of those um anyway you do constantly feel like you're balancing your resources carefully and trying to approach encounters in the most sensible way like for your play style whatever it may be um and that's that is the the best part of the gameplay loop is managing that Whereas the story, it has a story that's like more meandering and dumb than it's ever on point. 
uh, and the pacing is pretty bad just because of how fucking long. The did game you notice? Is. Uh, did you notice that that game is originally it was a uh, game where you made choices for a lot? Of I could believe it. Is that is that confirmed? Yep. Okay. I originally totally that game it. you were able to, you were supposed to make like uh, one example in the beginning. Uh, you go to that one tower and there's that girl there that holds you up. Yeah. And then you'd like let her. Oh leave. yeah, she just disappeared. <laughs> yeah, you are uh, an option. The, the option with that, you could have just killed her, okay, or let her go. That makes sense. Uh, you could have taken that dude's gun in the beginning, uh, Boozer could have taken a shotgun in the beginning. Oh, kept okay. it. I think the one remnant of that is when you uh find random survivors on the road and you can tell them which camp to go to. All you get from that is like, um, yeah, influence, you trust, place and and upgrade your uh, yeah. Whereas I feel like you could probably initially have envisioned a much larger system of like where you sent people affects the state of the world or something like that or your trust level mm-hmm. with groups um yeah it truly was days of my life gone <laughs> a lot of busy work a lot <laughs> of the same kind of repetitive almost like the not actually radiant missions but kind of in that vein where you're like doing the same sorts of things over and over raiding you know banded camps and saving people and stuff like that you do it over and over if you if you're doing all the quests you can focus on the main stuff yeah i mean just it's 50 hours of that (laughs) so it's a lot a lot of that um i think there's certain storylines that do fine uh they do fine character work uh but the main storyline i think especially just kind of had my head in my hands many times and i don't hate you didn't like uh you didn't like uh what's his face uh oh, schizo oh so well, i mean schizo's a you know a hate sink for the game he's intended to be hated because schizo or uh that one dude um the druggy guy who uh murders that one dude oh taylor yeah yeah i didn't really i mean i i think some of the character storylines are, are good some of them are kind of like I don't know, not enough, perhaps, or like under underbaked um, or like too trite a lot of time. Like like Schizo's storyline is like so trite. If you've played other or seen other stories like this, it's kind of like you totally know what to expect from that kind of character. Um, I don't hate Deacon like Greg does, I will say. But <laughs> but I think Sam Witwer's performance is pretty exhausting because of the way he just like stumbles around every single sentence he speaks over the course of 50 hours. My big thing with Deacon was like you would hear uh what's um Copeland's uh radio thing, Radio Free Organ, yes. and every time after it's over, he's losing his Deacon shit by himself just having this crazy monologue. I'm like, "Dude, shut up. What are you talking about?" I think I heard that that Sam Witwer played played the character that way intentionally to make him seem like a like a kind of a a, a, like a guy who's been through so much trauma and and like loneliness and um so much shit all right then maybe that makes sense he's kind of crazy he wanted to play him a little bit crazy still i'm not crazy i'm just a little longer i think that's fine for like for a limited amount, but over the course of such a long game, it, the, the word I used is exhausting, and that's exactly how it felt to me. It's like every single interaction he has, every single sentence is stumbled over. He's yeah. he, like, he doesn't know what to say, and he's like making noises throughout the entire... It's it's very exhausting. So that I'm 
<laughs> that I'm not uh, on board with. Sounds like um, a decent second monitor game. Oh, sure. For sure. I did that exact thing. Yeah, I watched stuff while I was playing. Um, and right, would you watch? One Piece, right? I don't. I'm blanking on actually what I watched, but I don't, I don't care. You no, I didn't watch One Piece. Come on, you watch One Piece. You watch One Piece. You watch One Piece. Come on. I was listening to like podcasts stuff like that. Um, ah, the Broken One Piece podcast. Yeah, just repeating Broken Campfire. Oh yeah, podcast. talking about One Piece. <laughs> um, and Greg mentioned something like this, I believe, but like uh, or previously, but the game also feels kind of like a poorly edited film at times, like cutscenes and. Uh, voice lines and story beats and stuff often just don't flow well, and I think that is yep. down to cut content. There, it seems like gameplay. I de- their were game cut definitely and, uh, suffers from the uh, the cut content. Yeah, mechanics like like Greg was saying. Yeah, were cut out. Um, one thing I wish they did add, I guess, or I guess maybe if it did get cut, I would have liked to seen more of the outbreak as it's happening yes. with uh, like Deacon and Boozer like getting out of the city. That would have been way cooler. It seems like they wanted then, to do know. that, and yet maybe like they yeah, didn't that's have the time like I budget. definitely think that was cut content. Yeah, I, I always like the the in the in transition apocalypse. You know, the the now the present apocalypse. I should say that's that's always good. Yeah. Uh, oh, one last thing. Uh, the game commits my most disliked gaming sin, which is. Nowhere near rare, of course, but I still hate to see it, which is uh, in gameplay. You know, I'm a walking arsenal who can kill hundreds of zombies and dozens of uh, heavily armed say. men. But as far as the story and cutscenes are concerned, Deacon is a man with a pistol in a dream. So late in the game. And his boot and his lucky boot <laughs> His lucky boot <laughs> Yeah. So late in the game, you're, you're encountering story obstacles that are like hilariously trivial. Uh, were they to be a part of gameplay and it just always kind of tarnishes the story for me it kind of takes me out of it it's again not nearly the only game to do this but it's just another example can i ask uh what part uh specifically did that because i think i may know well it got most egregious near the end of the game where i'm like a tank on foot you know i'm a a... did you did you like uh blowing the dam up uh did you i thought that was a little crazy if you uh where you blow the uh the one dude's dam up and you sink them all in the water oh just like as a as a story beat like as a as a plot point you mean yeah i guess yeah, yeah i guess pr- pretty crazy i don't know i thought yeah i just thought it was uh are you bringing like that up in relation top. to what i'm what i was talking about yeah yeah i was yeah i was thinking like was that one of those uh moments oh i guess i could say like the the sort of the climax of that um segment definitely it just if it feels like oh um we don't care what you're actually like in the gameplay we're just trying to impose our story on you uh which is also something that happens during the late game as well uh where you're just like you're walking through an army and then you get to certain points and it's just like never mind about that <laughs> deacon is a man with a pistol and a knife and and uh bad attitude hey sometimes that's all you need <laughs> well yeah i guess i so. definitely think all that though was because of the uh like the uh choice system i think that was that all that all stuff was supposed, affect, um, was supposed to affect was supposed to affect like how deacon acted deacon. in the game could be could be 
I still just I I dislike whenever I see that thing because it's like you be a better writer just like just like figure out a way to do it differently that makes me feel still feel empowered the way I am the rest the 90 percent of the time in the game uh and still tell the story you want to tell don't impose the story on me like I'm not even a part of it don't don't just show me a movie you know yeah yeah I feel that I feel feel that for sure so yeah hopefully they make a second one without Deacon (laughs) Fuck They're yeah. not gonna make a second one without Deacon. I don't. Or think. they make Deacon and he gets like his mouth sewn shut and he can never talk again. <laughs> like yeah, I think you said like someone just jumps him and cuts out his tongue or something. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, Deacon, you're alive! Oh my god, I can't believe that you can never speak again. That's mm. crazy. You're a lot more likable now. Mm-hmm. So yeah. All right, stop doing that. Seven out of ten game. Uh, second monitor game. Long game. My review of Days Agree. Gone is well, gone now. Great, it's go? a great 7.5. Days Gone out of 10. Day is gone, I'm telling you. I'm interested in finding out where they went. Where'd your roundtable go? Gone. Oh, you're done? It, get, it got gone. Oh. Well, that was a great uh, review of Days Gone. But Thank listeners, you. I got to tell you, we got a lot more coming because we got the news. Fans of Avatar The Last Airbender and its sequel Legend of Korra may rejoice as three animated sequel films from the original creators featuring the original voice cast have been announced. We'll focus on Aang. Not Ong. Ong, what? Is this well, song? You know, it is, it is Aang. No, okay, Ong is the pronunciation from the, God, the live action movie. Fuck, you got Dang. me. Everyone Dang. complained about Ong. Big Aang. Um, I'm surprised. I, I really liked uh, TLA. Um, and uh, I watched maybe the first two seasons of Korra. At least the first season. I liked it, but it didn't hit me in the same spot. Yeah. Now, I believe there were like comics that's continued the story maybe but i don't think that i don't think they're taking any cues from the comics i believe they're just like we're coming up with original stuff for these sequel movies i wonder like, yeah, how okay. much they care about uh like uh, making sure that things tie into cora oh i don't know like the continuity between the two shows in that time period yeah i mean i don't know anything about, like i i forget almost everything about that world other than the most of the surface stuff so um i don't know if that's even a relevant concern but you know core is a sequel series that like 50 years later i'm only asking because like i'm a big nerd and i i always get a little apprehensive when like i know a, a new work or a new series or whatever is creatively constrained it's rare that something like better call Saul, for example is able to like still be interesting and even surpass the original work with those constraints. Yes. Like, yeah, you, you, you know where we're headed. So how can you tell a, a well-rounded story right. when the stakes are so low? That is a valid concern. All right. Um, All right, what else we got? The KOTOR remake has been delayed indefinitely. Uh, it's been paused amidst the studio shakeup. Uh, 
I mean, whatever. I've previously said on this podcast, I've previously said on this podcast that uh, I don't really care about this remake no. because I think right. Kotor holds up well enough, at least. I was gonna say, yeah. Uh, that being said, I'm, I'm disappointed that um, a Kotor project was delayed because, you know, that's just like the uh, the theme with this IP, and I don't. I, it's disappointing to see. Something like yeah, this could the, have uh, uh, could have made a lot of money and helped juice the uh, creative engines that run the uh, video game industry to get us a new good Kotor game. That would be the best case scenario. Right. Wasn't the um wasn't the Quantic Dream one also the delayed indefinitely or something like that? Like wasn't even being worked on or something like that. What's going on? So yeah, what what happened here is. Uh, it's pretty weird because in May, didn't they announce that Saber Interactive or whatever was like joining the work uh, on this game? So that's pretty close. And then apparently what happened is they had developed a vertical slice to show to um, like LucasArts or Embracer Group or whatever in June, at the end of June. And then after that vertical slice was shown off, is when the art director and design director were both fired abruptly and the game has now been put on indefinite pause. So what was in that fucking vertical slice that so uh, offended the the higher-ups, you know, that so, like, put them off of... This game has been worked on for, like, six years or something like that? Like, a long time now. So what was it in that vertical slice... I'm I'm gonna it's really enjoy yeah. seeing that information in years down the line. You know when we get it. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, I played <clears throat> for Kotor one, by two or three, maybe four years ago now, and I, it still held up just fine. I had absolutely no problems playing it. Yeah. I didn't need any mods right. to run it. So it's like this is sort of a bummer, I guess. But that's kind of how I felt I on my care. recentish playthrough too. Were you saying, Vito? I was just saying, but for real, for real, this next one hurts. Uh, Lord of the Rings Gollum has been delayed by a few months. Uh, I've not been hearing great things about this game. Didn't some developers get their, or didn't some journalists get their hands on the game recently? And I don't think they had a nice thing to say about it. Yeah, I think. I don't know, but there's a a minute and a half uh, gameplay reveal trailer from. earlier this month and it looks like shit it looks like a like a ps ps3 game or something i never actually watched that but that's what i heard it's a stealth game uh with Gollum. i mean yeah i was gonna ask you guys uh maybe i'm just off kilter i don't think the uh, the idea of a golem game sound i don't think the idea of a golem game sounds bad but when i was reading comments today on this story it seemed like the uh, overarching consensus was that Gollum was a really bad and interesting choice for uh, for a game, and that like, how do you tell a good story with Gollum? I don't know. I I don't really feel that. Like, do you guys agree with that or? 
I agree wholeheartedly. I can tell you that I don't <laughs> care to play Gollum at all. Yeah, no, I don't I want anything to do with Gollum. Yeah, People I mean, who want to be just too apathetic about it. I don't know. You know more about Lord of the Rings than I do. I, mean, I, I would play a game as Gollum if it was a good game. This game just looks a little boring. It's very bland. Um, I'll post the trailer. It's going to be interesting What's to see what they do in a few months to try to juice it up. Yeah, like, <gasps> is that even possible? What is even the time frame of this game? Are you, like, trying to find Bilbo after the events of Hobbit? I mean, I think the thing is that you're in Mordor. I mean, oh, wait, I guess he's running through, like, elvish places as well. I was like, he's got his hair, know. so it's got to be in the back then. He does look like Tack. You're right, Vito. <laughs> it, does kind of look like <laughs> it, looks like, it looks like Tack dark mode. You're right. Dark That's so gross. All right, fellas, we got to... God, I hate Reckon with the big drop of the day. We got a lot of news. Yeah. Uh, we got some concrete information. As concrete as we'll get when we're not hearing it straight from Rockstar. Uh, from Jason Schreier about GTA 6. Oh, uh, right, moving yeah. on. No, I'm kidding. So, this was part of a larger article about. Um, first, I, I guess just the primary thing the article is about how. You guys might remember in Red Dead 2, or the development of Red Dead 2, something like crunch culture. You guys ever heard of that? Uh, No. Is that like a Nestle thing? No, I don't think. Is that, that, yeah, it's like they give them crunch bars? The quote from the developer was frat bro culture. Um, But apparently people are genuinely saying it's a good place to work now. I don't know. Maybe maybe the guys that Schreier talked to were just corporate plants. Who knows? Mm. But... (laughs) Um, they seem genuine. Uh, so good for Rockstar, first off, for overhauling um, their culture, including <clears throat> doing things like, we'll talk about in a second with GTA 6, limiting the scope of the game somewhat because they didn't want to have to make their people work overtime. Um, oh, okay. I guess I guess I'm kind of... Uh, I'm cynical. <clears throat> I'm cynical, but at the same time, like... Something like this report, which came from 20 anonymous um, interviews with developers who weren't authorized to speak about the game. I mean, maybe it's a plant. At the same time, like, that's a pretty compelling evidence. Um, yeah, I hope so that's true. I, I, yeah. Obviously, we have a lot of baggage with Rockstar as a group, and I don't deny any of that. I just wanted, before we start talking about the game, I just wanted to say that that is a genuine good thing. If true. Yeah, there's, I, I saw it said employee morale is like the highest it's ever been. But then there's also like conflicting stories because I guess and then, then like a bunch of workers in one of the Rockstar offices like left earlier this year, I think, because they weren't, I guess GTA 6 wasn't seeing enough progress. I mean, I guess that's, well, that's not that's, a that's uh, part of the story is that it's been culture since thing. Like 2004. Yeah. Or sorry, 2014. I mean, not 2004. Right. That'd be crazy. Yeah. But anyway, you were you were saying that uh, they've limited the scope of the project, yeah, because it, it seemed like it was going to be called Project Americas and might have like spanned across uh, like North and South America, which would be pretty fucking nuts. I don't know. I don't know how you would do that without doing like a Daggerfall but, uh, type it, procedural it's, generation it's, thing. Yeah. Well, I think it's vague enough that um, it says territories across them. It seems like 
there would have been discrete areas like here's the mm-hmm. southern area and then you know here's like the mexican area etc sure I, I, this all brings up a bunch of questions for me because it sounds like what they did so they've limited the the map i guess to miami some fictional version of miami and areas around it vice city um yeah. but areas will be added throughout it, basically what i'm saying is it sounds like this is a live service game and maybe the single player and online are maybe even one one and the same um just the the, the talk about the talk about adding locations in the future um you know imagine playing grand theft auto 5 or 4 or any grand theft auto and then having locations being added that's a weird it's a weird concept well now um uh, well is the single so I, player? I just don't want like multiplayer mix thing. Your own speculation because I wasn't seeing that. That's my own speculation okay. based on what they're saying. But I, I it does seem how, the adding locations thing seems like this is a live service game. And I could totally see Rockstar spinning like a oh well, it's live service so that we don't have to crunch, which is bullshit. Um, yeah. Instead of giving us a, a full release, you know what I mean? Well, I suppose that like is the key there it just depends on the state on release like if it really is like a game let's ignore that online exists for a second it really is a well-told single-player story that's totally full and complete upon release and then they decide to add more content later on i got no problem with that but i, I don't sure. think it's gonna be like that. but we know i think we all know that that's not gonna happen grand theft auto online is a blueprint for you know the future of rockstar Rockstar's games, um, then Grand Theft Auto 6, I'll call it right now, is going to be some sort of live service bullshit. You know, um, I'm not excited. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing. I'm just, the, the, straight, the little silver lining, the little bit of positivity I have is that I do think that Rockstar is aware of the pedigree they have in telling single-player stories. I mean, that was like the meme about Red Dead 2 is how, you know, how, how strange it was to see such a well-told, nuanced story like that in a AAA game. You know what I mean? And in all the yeah, all the things. Yeah. Now, while I agree, Red Dead Two's was great. I didn't think GTA Five was that great. I didn't either. I'm just saying that, like, I think they have the incentive to put out a strong, impressive showing for like a really good single-player experience because that has been what they've been most known for at their entire career. You know what I mean? Their entire existence as a studio is like these like well-packaged single-player experiences. Um, I mean, we're really at a turning point here. We we got to see what happens at this point because Red right. Dead Two was in production during the rise of GTA Online and how successful right. that was that, for them. That's always been what I've said. Yeah. So it could be the last gasp of Rockstar's single-player narrative-driven right. uh, games, and GTA Six could be the first in a line of like monetized products of games as a service type things. Yeah, I mean if you if you all the resources put into Grand Theft Auto Online, um yeah, I, I could just totally see GTA six just being an extension of, of that. That's what that's what they want, you know? Yeah. So some sorry, go ahead. Yeah. I was just gonna no, say no, no, uh, no, I'm another another bit of hope. Again, not disagreeing with you, just you know, positivity. Adding some positivity. The game has been in the works apparently since 2014. If right. it, what are you getting paid? Huh? 
How much? How much are you? you getting paid? <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry, I didn't. I didn't quite catch that. Um, Not it's enough. been in the works since 2014, so it's old enough that there's some hope that maybe it got caught a little bit of that Red Dead magic too at that same time, right? Maybe, but then that just delays maybe. the. Uh, <laughs> Like yeah, the, a cynical part of me also thinks like, yeah, it's been development since 2014. And then when the like rise of GTA on, yeah, yeah, it got scrapped and they're like, no, this is what we need to do now. But uh, I, I, I appreciate you being positive, Andy. It could. That's why yeah, it could be that. It could go. Be thanks, for being, around. thanks for being hey, the shining light. I'm also just pointing out that like GTA online printed money, but Red Dead Online really, really did not. Is that just a GTA yeah, thing? But I think that or was like. Just- you know, are, does that tell them that GTA 6 online is a little riskier than they thought before? That, you know, it, it'll probably still work, but maybe there was a little bit of a lightning in a bottle of magic with GTA 5. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I think Red Dead was just limitations of the era. You can't add flying cars and, you know, new Gatling guns to Red Dead. You know what I mean? Hmm. Perhaps. Also, they had both games running at the same time. I think at a certain point, they That's true. Decided, decided to divert resources to GTA Online, which was making a lot more money. So I guess what I'm saying is I think that was... Yeah, I'm more interested to see what happens. That was a result GTA of their own Online. choices. Now, do they start a GTA Online 2 or do they keep... Because they can't keep going with what they have. It's whether it's maps outdated, the, you know the right, uh, physics. Can, so, yeah, everything. Yeah, it's a decade old. Yeah, everything's outdated. So yeah, do they have a GTA Online too? Do you, is that what you guys think they're going to do, or do they have something they're going to call it? I, I think. I think that this hinting at adding cities thing, they're going to integrate it somehow. Be integrated right. somehow. I don't maybe think the map. I, I don't see them integrating it. I maybe they'll just add the map, Greg. Well, maybe not so. your character, but maybe maybe you'll have to restart. They'll love that, but they'll add. I mean, they already built the map. Los Santos and that whole map. Like, yeah, I wouldn't. People love that too. Um, like, they're like, if we're gonna add cities, they're gonna add Los Santos. I wouldn't be surprised if we see something like, uh, like they stylize it, like flying over to the. I guess, yeah, like, maybe you're right. Man. Well, I guess- and, and and to be clear. That idea is fucking awesome. Having a huge Grand Theft Auto, whether it's single player or online with all of these cities that we've we've been to before, is fucking sweet. You know? I want this to be It's good, something that but... sounds like a childhood dream of mine. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, having all exactly. three of the, like, the PS2 era GTA cities uh, in one spot. And being able to visit them. Maybe, maybe your friend's got his place in San you know, Los Santos and you're in... I'm yeah. gambling in Vice uh, City while Flask is in the Badlands around San Andreas. Yeah. yeah. A big part of the game for me is going to be how... Um, and I, you know, I guess you don't think about this too much when you think about Grand Theft Auto, but just how it's going to play, you know what I mean? I, I really dislike the driving in GTA V well, to the yeah. point where like, I enjoy just driving around in GTA Four. I think it's a, a fun thing to do. I don't feel that with GTA 5. I it's think weird the internet two camps has the thing, opposite right? opinion. <laughs> yeah, that's just what I, I was yeah, saying. A lot of like, people do like... I completely agree with you, dude. Like, I love driving GTA 4. Uh, even when I played it recently-ish, like, it still felt good. Um, I'd rather the, the cars feel like horse. they have weight. I feel like every car in GTA 5 feels the same. You can drive a minivan or you can drive a sports car and it yeah. has, like, the same turning. The only thing that's different is, like, the top speed and the acceleration. Yeah. Um, uh, unfortunately, cars have like white. Definitely, I think there's a a good group of people that think like that, like that, and I agree 100. I love the driving. We are the vast minority. I think most people hated the driving and Grand Theft Auto for some reason. Yeah, it's a big bummer. Yeah, 
So it's not going back. I just don't understand it. Yeah. I, just don't I hope you're driving. Think, you're driving down a fucking. You're driving down a, a a street like the middle of a busy road in New York. Like, don't be surprised that you you hit something if you're going really fast. Yeah, I, I mean, think it just comes down a to feel. They they felt they had a heavy weight. You know. Yeah. They, yeah. I mean, even the the you they know did the require more skill, games. Though. They use what the, the the. Actually, I don't know what physics engine they use, but they use a different one for GTA Four, right? There's two different ones. I believe so. The engine? Four and five? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah, just the thing is, yeah, GTA 5 cars, they feel uh, like very weighty what? or weightless. I mean, there's a reason why. Like, where if you get hit, they go flying. In GTA 5, I almost always played as Franklin because of his uh, car ability. You slow down time yeah. you know, for a second. It just made it so much easier yeah. to get around. Like, whenever I was just doing random shit around, I was doing it as Franklin for the most part. I'm a moderate. I like both driving systems. Well, Flask, if you believe a certain 4chan leak from like a week ago or longer, I don't know if we want to get too deep into that, but it's just coincidental because it uh, had a lot of the same information, but more of it. One of the things it said is that... What did it say on it? Well, I said a lot of things. One of the things it said is uh, <laughs> the vehicles are going to be like a mix between GTA 4 and 5. Oh, okay. there, There was one other bit of confirmed information before we get too deep into leaks and shit. Um, that... Uh, the game is going to star a dual two protagonists, one of which is a female Latina, in a Bonnie and Clyde inspired tale. Yeah, like a bank robber duo as protagonists. That's cool. There could be pretty I'd be cool. down for that. Yeah. Uh, sounds yeah, it sounds like a cool story cool. If, if if told well. It reminds me of um, the opening of GTA Three, how how Claude Speed and uh, Catalina are like a bank robber duo until she betrays yeah. him. Maybe that's the. Uh, Maybe we're, maybe we're going to be playing as Catalina. <laughs> she yeah, weird. she's actually a Latina woman. So, huh? Is she Cuban? Oh, I think she's Cuban. Yeah. Well, that's uh, the leak says that it's a Cuban American woman. Oh shit! Maybe. Holy fuck! Uh, let's see. Maybe it's the it's Claude and. Also, I, I might just be no, wrong about no, her being Cuban. No, it wouldn't be because uh, don't they make didn't they say uh, like the GTA. Uh, Three and San Andreas universes are different from uh, like oh, four like and five. HD. Yeah, yeah, but they like could reintroduce the HD universe. I mean, yeah, they could do that. Reintroduce them as like young versions of themselves. Sorry, she is, I believe, uh, her nationality on the GTA wiki is listed as Mexican, Dominican, and Colombian. Which is it, GTA wiki? She can't be all three. Okay, she totally could be. <laughs> totally could be. Sorry, I thought I posted this much earlier today, but I didn't. But yeah, this is from ten days ago, um, and so far, everything is said lines up to what we just we we just learned. Two protagonists, one of them's Latina, um, Vice City. Huh. Okay. Oh shit, Vito! They're adding you, dude. Oh fuck! Uh, anyway, American male. Uh, let me just hit some of the highlights again. Let me just say it again: this is a leak. Somewhat corroborated by recent events, but a leak you know, could include a lot of true things and also a lot of false things. Um, <clears throat> 97 planned main missions as, uh, for 60 hours of completion, which is about typical for... But it's what, about what Red Dead was. Okay. Huh. Uh, there's a whole oh, list of I... minigames there. Cards handle like a hybrid of GTA 4 and 5's physics, weighty, weighty but smooth. 
Uh, yeah, there's a lot here. Uh, seems like if true, it brings a lot of uh features from San Andreas over, like some of the RPG things working out and that kind of shit. Oh, like dude, you get, get really fat, fat for eating <laughs> and like work out. I, th- I think I dude, saw it on this list. That would be fucking cool if like a modern day version of that. Yeah, I have to keep working out in the gym because like do you use a huge brick eating. phone? Which do they have brick cell phones in the seventies, eighties? Maybe it's online. Yeah, yeah I mean the yeah the big uh, yeah, the big, big phone the car phones, oh, cell okay. phones. Okay. Dude, the, the car physics that actually gets me. A was that seventies though? Maybe late seventies. I don't know. I was still like yeah, like late eighties. I guess I don't know. Uh, we weren't early born. late. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not that old. All right. Very sick. Yeah. Again, it's a leak. There's a lot of information there. The physical descriptions from that 4chan post slash leak really sound like Claude Speed and and Catalina. (laughs) They do, don't they? Hmm. If so, I mean, it's... I guess... Same time period, right? Well, GTA took place... Or Liberty... City shit. GTA it was contemporary. 3, I mean, it was like 2000, 2001. Yeah, so that would be like 30 years after this, which means that it, it's certainly not the same people in the same continuity, but it could right. just be recreations mm-hmm. of those characters in this era. You know, I, first- I, I, I think that, uh, it's, again, assuming it's cool, I think that it'll, it'll be cool to play as a female protagonist in a GTA game. Um, it's certainly a different perspective, you know, something they've never really written for. It makes me think oh, yeah. of how I always wanted a, a, Sadie, a Sadie Adler DLC in Red Dead 2, especially with how her story ended. Oh, yeah. I would have loved any DLC in Red Dead. <laughs> yeah, there's a certain machismo associated with GTA protagonists, so it would be interesting to get, to get like, a... Uh... She she would probably... I'm, I'm assuming she's still going to be, like, a, you know, a badass kind of a... Of course, a hardened criminal type person, but like, I don't know. There's like a difference in uh, in attitude, probably. And I think that they're scared enough of backlash that they're not going to go for a lazy trope like the crazy Latina. You know what I mean? Right, like Catalina from GTA Three. Just crazy. Just what I was thinking of. Yeah. Wasn't also Catalina and San Andreas that CJ hooks up with for a while? Okay. Yeah, Claude and her appear in a mission. That's right. Yeah, they race CJ. And Catalina gives you missions too, right? I think so, yes. Shamus Shamus, holy fuck. Seamus Seamus Blackley says no, Jurassic World began as his pitch for a game. Real quick, my girlfriend thought that Samus Aran's name was, was Seamus Aran. I, I caught <laughs> I caught I caught her say Seamus once and she saw my video. I was like, Who the hell are you talking about? She's like Seamus. <laughs> Famous, you know, she fights Ridley Scott, the uh, the giant purple dragon. It's actually actually Samus Oren. (laughs) Oh, really? Oh, shit. Yeah. Good old Seamus Orange. (laughs) All right. That's all. Sorry. (laughs) Do you have to go, Vito? Yeah. Yeah, I I do have to go. All right. Later, Vito. See you later. Good night, everybody. Goodbye. Uh, I would have liked Jurassic World a lot more as a video game. If I could be real, that would have been way cooler. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it feels like a more appropriate form of what Jurassic World is. 
like a theme park going bad because of the dinosaurs get out. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, and like a, really alive? a video game could like do silly things with the story. Now this is uh this is Seamus Blackley is, you know, uh known for like being involved with the creation of the Xbox and um but he also was involved with uh Jurassic Park Trespasser. That was kind of his project. And we know oh, how that dude. turned out. As he says, his, uh, his, what, his skid stain, he said, yes. I think. <laughs> Which is, um, uh, you know, notorious, but also kind of groundbreaking in some ways, like with the physics and stuff like that. Um, I really liked that uh, deep dive Let's Play. What Do you remember the name of that, Flask? Oh, I know. Um, it's, oh, man. It was really good. Um, really, really yeah. good. But if you ever want, and, like, an 18 video deep dive into Jurassic Park Trespasser, it's very well told and very analytical. Uh, check it out. He plays through the whole game while dissecting it. Right on. I will find what the name is. Uh, they should more make more Jurassic Park games that aren't uh, park simulators, park managing games. Sorry, I was That'd just. That'd be cool. Oh, like that aren't, you said? Yeah, that aren't right. like a management game. That are more like, like make something ironically out. Jurassic Park Trespasser. <laughs> yeah, sure, dude. That'd be cool. Um,. Well, I mean, with like, isn't like the new movie the dinosaurs are out in the world? Yeah, so it is. Just bam, there you go. I haven't watched it yet. I said, did anybody see the new movie? No, not yet. I, 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 I'm gonna watch it though. I saw it from my periphery at a drive-in. It was over a wall, and there was trees in the way. You saw the, uh, you saw the T-Rex come out of the screen. Yeah. Like, saw thirty seconds of it. Kill, it was all gray. Kill all those people. Yeah. Sucks. Thumbs down. Uh, research indicates was the name of that. Ah, yes, research indicates. Listeners, check um, out research indicates. Let's play a trespasser from like ten or fifteen years ago. Yeah, one of the most classic at this point. Um, but yeah, like so he um he worked on Jurassic Park Trespasser, and of course that didn't fare well. But uh, there was still interest, especially from like Steven Spielberg in in uh doing like a Jurassic Park game project, and then he pitched it. Uh, and it didn't get picked up, but the, uh, concept materials did get like re-implemented into the burgeoning Jurassic World film project from that point on. Huh. That's pretty cool. Yeah. But I would have liked a game like Greg said, (laughs) that would have been probably better. Yeah, for sure. All right. What else we got? VR chat controversy. They've implemented Valve easy anti-cheats. Dude, this is fucked. Which will preclude mods for the game. Players are writing and review bombing it. How does this affect me? It doesn't really. It doesn't affect us. It doesn't affect us at all. Uh, but this does mess with like a lot of mods that people use for like quality of life characters. Uh, like say yeah, quality of life updates and work. And whatnot so this is a bummer but uh you know for us it's whatever they're literally taking options away from players who need those options like like i mean people of course when you want to attack a, a studio or a yeah whatever a company for a bad decision you go immediately to you're literally hurting disabled people with this decision <laughs> like more than you are hurting cheaters you are hurting people who need this stuff to play your game you know yeah uh, for sure so just taking away options, as always, bad move. You know, I think it's uh, probably the, the the closest to an honest answer 
is I bet that they don't make enough money to justify like worrying about it more than just applying a uh, coarse but effective solution to it, you know? It could be. Like it probably doesn't affect their bottom line either way, whether, you know, they have mods or not. So they're just like, eh, we'll just ax them all if it's causing problems, costing us money. They do have a um a subscription service, right? They have VRChat Plus. I I'm not really I don't know a lot about VRChat. Oh, I've never heard of it. You you might be I think right. there is a subscription. Um which if this has a big enough effect on the play I mean, as we just said, it doesn't affect people like us, but it does affect people. So if people are if the wider community is upset enough about this, then maybe it would affect them. Uh, with that subscription service, I don't know, but people—I feel like people who would pay for that would not stop playing VR chat. <laughs> I feel like people who who would do yeah. that are invested, hundred percent. And they they have responded saying like, "Oh, we hear you. Uh, we're gonna basically saying we're gonna try to like implement this stuff that you're missing by not having mods anymore, which is really kind of missing the point. <laughs> they didn't really, they didn't, uh, you know." Uh, they they didn't acknowledge or or officially allow the mods beforehand, but this decision, having gotten rid of the mods, has now caused them to be like, oh, well, we'll try to like officially replace that functionality, which is not the same. Well, uh, boom! It's getting yeah, destroyed on Steam right now. Yeah, it's free. It's really hard to like care a lot about this because it's a free game. Like, it's not like modding is an essential feature you know it's like right i get it i get why there's outrage but it just feels a little misplaced in this case for me i, I don't I even own a, a vr headset so maybe i'm just not the right guy to be talking yeah i i think this is they're fucking over a lot a big decent amount of their like their player base like the people who actually like play that game like a lot like religiously mm-hmm. like we get on it you know for like a few hours to fuck around but people play that like religiously like that is like their whole thing which and that like yeah they had all this stuff like uh like all those quality of life features to fix them and now they can't even use it anymore yeah it's so, one of those things where it's it. like I, I, I totally get it they were trying to fix a problem but it would have been better if they had done nothing <laughs> just like don't don't yeah. do anything and it would be a better uh future for this game than what you have done i don't know well in an ideal world yeah but i mean we also live in a world where they do have to like pay for servers and stuff. And if like mods are doing stuff like costing a lot of resources to use, I mean, oh, it's not they, the mods. They, they, they didn't do this because of mods. They did this because of cheating. They thought that they were fixing a cheating epidemic, which it, as people have pointed out, it's unlikely that this actually will fix that their stated problem. The mod, the biggest issues have mostly been turds who use mods to crash servers and PCs. Though there's rare cases of hackers exploiting mods. I mean, I, I think there's a little, a little bit of all that going on, probably. But that, that's why I was saying servers and stuff. But I, I don't think it's okay. just clearly cheating. But like, I think there are mods that are destructive to play. That they're by cheating, I mean sorry. By cheating, I mean like, um, like hacking and or doing things that are not, uh, that are against. <laughs> that that affect players negatively by uh, exploiting the game. That's the word I was looking for. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, I, I understand what you're saying now. Yeah. Yeah. 
I don't think they could have done nothing is what I'm saying. Like, they had to do something. I think most of the player base would have hoped that they would have done nothing at this point with this decision. All right, well, we banned VR chats. Simple as. as. Marvel, phase four and five have been announced. Guys, I hope you're sitting down because there's some bangers on this list. A little embarrassing. Four, five, and six. What? We're all right, so excited uh, I, I'm done. I'm done pretending to be super excited, but um, somebody guide me through this. Well, you guys are more bigger Marvel fans than me. What do I care about on this list? I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, I mean, you don't have to care about any of this. To me, it seems about? like the, the Marvel movies are quickly approaching the same problem that comic books had, I think had comic in the nineties. Uh, uh, exactly. That you know they've they've caught on. And now they're just throwing out so much, so much saturation of the market that to catch them all is, is you have to be like a hardcore fan. You know what I mean? Yeah. This picture you posted is, is phase five, which starts in uh, February, 2023 with Ant-Man, uh, which I believe was pushed back. I think that was supposed to be in the, the phase four of movies, but. Yeah, whatever. This sorry, this um, is partially phase four going into phase five, I think. Or or no, th- okay, that picture is phase five, so maybe you're right. I think you're right. Right. Yeah, no, because I, I believe Ant-Man and Wasp was originally supposed to come out earlier. But I, th- I think phase four is ending with the new Black Panther movie, if I'm not oh, wrong. Okay. And then yeah, phase five will start with the Ant-Man. Uh, I mean, I don't know. There's just there's there's both movies and TV shows on here. Um I guess some of the big news is uh, they're doing a Daredevil uh, revival, I guess Disney Plus series. However, I believe it's been announced that it's going to be tw- twelve or eighteen episodes long, which is, I mean, either double or triple the length than the most of these Marvel series. They're you know six to eight episodes. Eighteen episodes season. Eighteen. So yeah, they're really doubling down. I mean, that would be three of you know a normal. Disney Plus show that they've done so far. Um, I mean, Blade coming out, that'll be cool. It seems like uh, Vincent D'Onofrio is returning as Kingpin as well for uh, fans of that. Yeah, he already appeared in uh, in um, Hawkeye. Hawkeye, jeez, yeah. Yeah, he was a bad guy, or he was like the bad guy at the end, and he kind of made a cameo on the last one episode or two. Yeah, he seems so, like yeah, a for... real, real fucking bad guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then I guess the other, the other big news is, you know, they've announced um, parts of, of Phase 6, which I don't think starts until 2024 or something. But the only thing they've announced is that there there is going to be a Fantastic Four movie in the beginning, and there is going to be two Avenger movies at the end that are going to release six months apart. Uh, or the first one's going to come out, and the second one will come six months apart. Um, and that's all they've done to the Phase 6. So do we? We got. Do we know what the big, uh, stuff coming out? Big thing for the Avengers to fight is yet. Yeah. So they've announced you know, the phase one, two, and three. They, they called that the the Infinity War saga. You know, that was the Infinity Stones and Thanos. And this is supposed to be the uh, multiverse saga. And it looks like the and they've already started planting the seeds. You've actually already seen them once in the Loki TV series, but uh, Hang the Conqueror. 
seems to be like the the big oh, okay. bad guy that they're, they're building up towards this. Uh, yeah, the the last two movies are supposed to be what Avengers: Kang Dynasty and then the Avengers: um, uh, Secret Wars. Back. Secret Wars, uh, the final one in the Phase Six. Interesting. Kang okay. claps back. Kang claps back. <laughs> yeah, Kang claps back. So I'm sure it'll be you know the Kang's Dynasty. You know, I'm sure Kang will win at the end, and they'll be down and out like they did in. Uh, Infinity War. I, think really I hope they the don't just repeat again. that beat. Please don't. I, just I do really, that. I bet they will. Oh, I man. really do. Just because of how well it worked. Yeah. I would hope that they don't do exactly that, and instead they make it like they get weird with it, and then it's into Secret Wars. That's like, like it I goes could, crazy yeah, or something like that. that. I don't know. That was what I would hope. Um. So yeah, you've got your all your Marvel stuff planned out to like twenty. I mean, Secret Wars late. is going to be like the last in the multiverse saga. So it's got to be mm-hmm. to live true to that. It's got to be very, very weird. Yeah. Right? Secret Wars in the comics right. was like a, um, an event crossover where they, they brought in like all the heroes, all the villains to battle it out. So I could very much see it being some kind of crazy big, like topping end game level spectacle. All right. What's next? Oh, I was also going to mention uh, X Men '97 is getting a reboot. Right, right. But I'm I, <sighs> the, the the next thing I'm actually excited for in the MCU is probably Secret Invasion, just because I don't I wonder what they're going to do with that. Uh, it could be good, could be bad, could be good. <laughs> that um, Secret Wars is scroll, right? Yeah. Yeah, cool. I definitely asked that before. There was an article, um, an article from Vulture that from Vulture just uh, they talked with a a VFX artist who worked on worked on MCU stuff, and he's just going into this person was going into um, the troubles that are associated with working for Marvel in their current pipeline. Which is in no way surprising that it's just kind of a a hellscape for VFX teams. Right. I mean the, the like like this person is saying, just the power they have of like the ability to bully basically any FX studio they Because want. it's Marvel. Because it's Marvel, yeah. It's it's, it's important. It's, yeah. It's it's nauseating to think that so many people are just being like manipulated and, and you know destroyed even because of because of marvel's churning wheel of content yep and i think it uh i think something that's as multi-managed as a marvel property is probably so much worse to deal with too because you know they might completely succeed on making what they were asked for and then some suit as a minor edit that requires a yes. rework, you know, shit like that. And not even minor. I mean, according to this, it's like a lot oftentimes major stuff because the, the creative people don't understand what goes into pulling off the these, process. The effect yeah. Shot. yeah. The process, which I, is completely believable to me because I could, I could very much see that, yeah, especially with person yeah. talking about like these, you know, they're bringing in these indie people who are used to visualizing cause they're on set you know, and they want to see, finished shots that's one of the dangers when you're when your budget's a blank check right yes 
if you can do anything, then you expect anything from the people who work for you. Yeah. And you're also just like far less concerned if like, uh, who cares? I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll spend, we'll spend a million dollars on this shot. And if it doesn't work, we'll just, we'll, we'll, we'll take a look at it and then we'll make another one, you know, mm-hmm. like just throwing money at the problem. <laughs> yeah. You're making like a $2 million indie movie, you know, you're, you're, you know, being a lot more careful. This next one, uh, it actually feels a little dated, um, but I wanted to just highlight because we've been talking about the new Hogwarts game, Hogwarts Legacy. Uh, the premium content leaked, which gives just a, a very little preview into the game. I actually haven't seen this, I don't think. There's not a whole lot there, but Thestral Mount. <laughs> Why the fuck? Here's my issue. It's unclear Why the fuck like do figurine. I have to pay extra? What are you saying, Greg? For- for any of this stuff, or just I think Greg, Greg just had an annual. Why do I? Uh, sorry, yeah, sorry, my mic shut off. Uh, why the fuck do I have to pay extra to do the dark arts? What the fuck is that? Well, so so far, this seems like just cosmetics and stuff. I hope that's well, dark arts battle arena. I, though. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, I bet that's just like uh, you know, in the Arkham games where they had like combat trials. I bet that's just something like oh, that. oh, could be oh. Uh, I mean, I don't know, but well. I'm, I'm betting. I that that was one of the reasons I wanted to bring this up, Greg. Is I hope that uh, I hope that this it was a stupid I dream that I had that this would be a game that lets me be a dark arts wizard if I wanted to be. But um, <laughs> I hope they don't walk that behind DLC if they do make that. Yeah, dude, that's what this looks like. Is you can be a dark arts wizard and it's stuck behind DLC. Uh, or, or at least, toys. at least, what I'm assuming, cosmetic pack wise, I'm assuming that is a uh, like, co- like dark arts, like whatever clothing maybe, or like colors for your spells or whatever the fuck. But I don't know. All I know are their names. It could just be like and more, like extra to what is already there. Could be. Could be. Very true. Could be. Kelpie robe. <laughs> Uh, I mean, floating, but all dude. If you buy the collector's edition, you get an actual floating ancient magic wand with book. Sweet. This is all expected stuff. You know, play the game early if you get the collector's edition or the deluxe edition. Mm -hmm. Yeah, cosmetic, uh, whatever. But the question is, can you see the standard? You know what's unexpected is that uh, Mayim, Mayim Bialik and Ken Jennings. Are going to host the expanded Jeopardy franchise. Really? Yeah. Together? Together. At the same time. Has it ever been done before? No, actually, they're not hosting it together. It's more like. I, I think it, this article goes into the milieu of it if, you, if you're really curious to see the breakdown. But the gist is, is that one's going to be hosting one show, the other's going to host the other show. Sometimes they'll trade off to host specific tournaments, that kind of thing. It seems like it's more like you're setting them both up to just kind of like be moving pieces if they wanted to mix things up on various types of Jeopardy programming as they expand the uh, roster of Jeopardy. Uh, For example, Bialik is going to start by hosting Celebrity Jeopardy. Okay, so Um, when you say they will host like one show or the other show, you are actually talking about different types of shows, not just like different episodes of the same show. Yes, to be clear, this announcement... Is that they're both going to be hosting the Jeopardy franchise? Okay. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, not not necessarily 
Jeopardy, the show that you know and love. Though I That's though I, I think both of them will be hosting that. Off episode. I think they might do that depending on what's going on. Like apparently Ken Jennings is going to preside over the tournament of champions, for example, which is usually like a I think that happens on the normal Jeopardy, right? Um, etc. We Point know is, you value consistency, so we will not flip flop the hosts constantly, and we'll keep you informed about the hosting schedule. So it sounds like maybe not doing the flip-flopping of episodes, but that they will host the types of shows, you know. No, I think there is just a little bit of flip-flopping. Like, they said they're going to keep you apprised of the schedules just to let you know who's going to be hosting what tournaments and stuff. But, like, so Jeopardy every now and then. tell you about it. Exactly. <laughs> that's what I think that's what they're saying. Yeah. Like, you know, they do college Jeopardy. They do celebrity Jeopardy. They Like, celebrity Jeopardy, I think, is actually different shows. But, like. The Tournament of Champions is like a thing on Jeopardy, you know, like they do events, I think, to mix it up and probably to give somebody a vacation is is my guess. But um, they'll have Ken Jennings host one, Hurley host the other. It doesn't really matter. The point is, is that we all knew that Ken Jennings is going to be doing this. Uh, Mayim Bialik, I think, is a surprise. Yeah, the con- the consensus I've seen for a long time now is that... Uh... He is perfectly fine, and she is not. Like, that she is very much the lesser of the two in host-wise. That, she, like, she's kind of, um, I don't know. She kind of, like, tries too hard, maybe. <laughs> and uh, is not really, like, dynamic and, and uh, fluid as a host, perhaps. Yeah, I'm sure something that you gotta learn, though. Yeah, it's possible she'll just get better. considering they're giving her a gig. Maybe that's why making her do stuff like Celebrity Jeopardy while Ken Jennings is doing the Tournament of Champions. Like, they're trying to be aware oh, yeah. of the different types of people who watch Jeopardy. And probably right. that's the probably that's the mix-up, right? That's why you flip-flop, is that they want to try to uh, mix and match to keep everybody happy. That's a great observation, actually, that she's hosting Celebrity Jeopardy. While he's hosting the Tournament of Champions. While he's hoping, hosting the like the hardcore Tournament of Champions. Yeah. yeah, that's a great observation. I'm sure it's an optics thing. Okay. Hey, right. thanks everybody for joining us. That was a great episode. Um, we had a lot to discuss. We got a lot done. Vito, what do you think? I thought it was great. Huh. That's weird. Vito sounds like... A- uh, who? What is that voice? Is that Adult Swim? Wait, what happened? Is that, what? Is that what? What? It sounds kind of like Meatball. Or it sounds kind of like Meatball. Meatball. Meat, meatball. Is that, meatball. Is, oh, it's Meat Shield. Oh, hey Meat Shield. Meatball, Hello, Master Vito. Soda, Tater Tot, and uh, and, and, uh, and Potato Wedge wedges. <laughs> All right, well, Wedge Lock. Uh, we don't got really anything else to say. I let. Uh, tater Top, Potato Wedge, and Vito take us out and wish g- goodbye to the listeners. Everyone, I'm going to leave you all a small hint. Don't do anything with EA. EA sucks. That's that. Yeah, EA owns... Wait, no. That's wrong. I was about to say EA owns Blizzard. EA owns Dead Space. EA owns Broken Campfire. I hope so, dude. You, can you imagine the paychecks? Like, I'm going to sell this shit out as soon Just as we can. Just any kind of Patreon God, could be cool. So, so... Blast, you stopped recording, right? No. Blast, you printed the paycheck, right? 
We're Dude, still this is already published. Wait, what? No. 